0: This this, this is the Cigar Authority Put that coffee down Coffee's for closers only The authority on everything cigar Respect my authority Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry With your hosts David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job. So I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina wine mixer.
1: It's about
2: to get all stupid up in here.
1: Saturday, May 25th, 2013. Chuck Morrison, Mr. Jonathan. Sean's in the studio, and we're back live from Two Guys Smoke Drop. Welcome, everybody, back to the Cigar Authority. This week, Phil Zangy from Debonair Cigars and Rum, the founder of Indian Tobacco, started off Rocky Patel, moves to Honduras, now in the Dominican Republic, and now Debonair. We take a look at the asylum. Old Far Freddy is back with us. We get Debonair with Chuck Morrison. And Phil. And Phil. That's right. Double and we, Debonair Day. That's it. We celebrate this American Classic Day. And lots more. So welcome, everybody, as we celebrate Debonair Day. We are dressed to the nines. That's right. You are listening to the
3: Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, the only show syndicated on seven radio stations up and down the East Coast. We are the only show that doesn't just, we don't just want you to smoke with us. We insist, we demand that you light up and express and utilize every single one of your rights. Just stick to the script, will
1: you? Just stick to the script and end this in 30 seconds or less. 30 seconds or yeah, less. Yeah, that's it. Say it. Say what you've got to say and go. All right. That was pretty much it. You can find us on thecigarauthority.com,
3: and uh, you can find us on iTunes. we got our podcast right on the website. And uh, let's not forget about the Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com, where you can listen to our show from last week twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1.
1: Uh, Danny Terrio over here by my right. Do you not even know who Danny Terrio is? No idea. Really? As I heard a, the name. As a, uh, as a dancer... You don't know in the disco Is it John days? Travolta? No, John Travolta was John Travolta. Dan, Danny Terrio taught John Travolta how to dance. Really? You don't even know who he is. You're no a professional idea. dancer. You don't even know who he is. And he looked like that. All right. Then he was the man. That's John Travolta look like. Mr. Jonathan is in a black shirt, white tie, white suit. What color shoes? Black shoes. It's black and white. You got a little uh, pen in there. A little pen. Chuck, Chuck Morrison, that those are listening, is wearing a blue shirt and a green tie and a black. I don't think you guys got it going on at all. This is how it's done.
3: Is that how it's done? That Formal
1: is... tuxedo with the little uh, scarf coming out. Is that an ascot?
4: Yes. No,
1: I th- is an ascot goes around your neck?
4: I don't know. I thought it was a little thing in your pocket, we... but. Yeah,
1: I don't know. You're sharp, man. You've raised the the bar. And everybody uh, is debonair. Everybody's suit and tie today. Everybody's looking good. It's like the big day in school. It's photo day. And uh, we're debonair. We brought Phil Zangy in here. He's sharp, as can be all the time. $3,000 custom-tailored suit. I mean, the dude is rocking it right now. So he's always looking good. So he's in. So we thought we'd try to step it up and try to compete. Tough, but I think I pulled it off. You, back in the 70s, you would have been right right on, but you're... uh, about 40 years uh, late on that one.
4: <laughs> See, but what that, I did, I kind of cheated. I, I looked on the Facebook page. By the way, David Garofalo, Fen requestum. Yeah, yeah, uh, please. Cigar Authority, also, face, Facebook fan page. But there's a photo from me, you guys. Let's just skip
3: over the Mr. Jonathan part. Let's just do Mr. Skip right Jonathan over is my me.
4: DJ.com. Right, but there's you. a photo from you guys of yesterday at the store in Nashua. And you were wearing not a tuxedo, but a suit. Yes. So you raised the game, man. You raised the bar.
1: It's Saturday, and I said, okay, now we're going to go right into the tuxedo. We built us. It was a three-day thing here with Phil. It's three days, and, I, and build and build, and this is the best I can do. The only problem is that in a retail
3: setting, a customer walks in in jeans and a T-shirt expecting to just buy a couple cigars and go,
1: and there's David in a tuxedo. It's a little off-putting. I think that you know and we're talking about getting debonair and you you bring uh you know more uh class and more um You know, be a nice person and open the door for a lady and all that stuff. Dressing up, isn't it fun dressing up this week? It certainly is a good time. It's good to dress up more more for a while.
0: Clean shaving. Yeah, you clean
1: it up a little bit. And Wouldn't it be nice if it catches on? We're trying to catch it on here at Two Guys Smoke Shop. Just have people walking around and going to work in tuxedos. And as they come in, if they don't have it going on, they got a T-shirt and jeans going on, you come up, you buy a a few... uh, uh, Debonair Cigars, and we give you a 50% off coupon for Men's Warehouse. How cool is
4: that? 50% off. you pull that off?
1: That was Mr. Jonathan. Well, here's say. really what ended up happening
3: was we had a customer in the Nashua store who was the general manager for a different men's clothing store. So out of fairness, because he was doing for us, we wanted to do for them. So we went over and I went over and talked to the manager over there and said, this is the thing that we're looking to do. Do you run any kinds of promotions? They run it up the flagpole. They come back with the answer. Absolutely not. We have a corporate policy taking a stand against any and all <laughs> tobacco.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, that's wow. a game changer right there. Now,
3: I don't personally shop at that corporate other store. Policy.
1: Corporate yes. policy. I've yeah. always been a men's
5: there warehouse are, guy. They're
1: a men's clothing store. Take no policy on at all and just sell suits and leave your politics alone. Yeah. No, right. no, they ain't got a policy. So we have a new policy. Banning them. We don't He's, shop there. Yeah. yeah. Ever. We stop that. And he connects with the men's warehouse, w- yeah. where I shop anyways. Yeah. And
3: I walk in and I explain it to the assistant manager. He says, it sounds like something we can do. Brings it to the manager, who brings it to the regional manager. And then next thing you know, we got all these coupons. Awesome. And it's, it's a party.
1: You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Well,
3: this is the interesting thing. <laughs> I went in because I want to know what I'm giving to the customers. And they were nice enough to give me... An extra 50% off coupon. So I went in thinking, you know what, I need, a, I need a couple suits for the events. I only had one suit. The rest I have are jackets. So I go in and I say, all right, let's uh, take a look at some suits. The guy was awesome. Sets me up. Tried we to hire him. Three suits. Tried to I hire him. I did try really? to hire him. Yeah. He doesn't smoke cigars. <laughs> yeah. Three suits. He sets me up with shirts for every suit, ties, shoes, shows me how to combine everything, gets it all set up. I'm in and out with two suits, two shirts, two ties, and a brand new pair of leather-soled shoes for $550. Come on. Unbelievable. Come on. Unbelievable. Those Canadian dollars? I domes? got well over $1,000 worth of value for $550. There's yeah. some
4: feedback from Mr. Jonathan on the chat box Yeah, from Cigar Berry. Uh, just a suggestion, Mr. J. He says, sit on the tail of your jacket so the shoulders and collar don't ride up on your neck so yeah, much. Yeah, baby. Uh, An right. old newscaster trick. Don't uh-huh. get me wrong, looking sharp, brother. Thank
3: you. I'm going to sit
2: on it and see what happens is Isn't that you. nice? Thank you. Thank Isn't you very cool? much.
4: So uh, I, want,
1: I want to let you know a little about the, the people at Men's Warehouse. Uh, your satisfaction is the most important thing at Men's Warehouse. So they've built a reputation. they built a business on customer satisfaction. That's their thing. They their full guarantee. Right now, uh, not, not only do they suits, slacks, tuxedos, uh, all men's clothing, 1,200 stores. George Zimmerman, 1,200 stores. Here's a guy that started out 1973 in Houston, Texas. Him and his college roommate decided to open a clothing store. Right now, 1,200. And they built it on customer satisfaction, overdoing well, it for the customer. At least that's still in. You know what I mean? Let me
3: tell you this. To, to get your suit tailored, it's not cheap. They don't do anything cheap there, but it's, it, it's, it's reasonable. So you go in, but the thing about their tailoring, it's guaranteed for life. You throw one stitch, you gain 10 pounds, you lose 20 pounds. Whatever it is, their tailoring is guaranteed for life. Hmm. So there was some little stitch or something on the inside of my jacket caught and pulled on something. The whole seam opened up. So I walk in and I go, listen, I'm I'm at the event right now. Can we, is there any possible way you could pin it, whatever? The guy goes, don't be ridiculous. We're going to fix it right now. Takes a jacket, runs in the back. Five minutes later, Doesn't walk, runs out with the jacket, throws it on me. I'm in and out of there in 6.5 minutes, in and out, in the car, back to the event. Unbelievable.
4: Dare we say they're debonair? They
1: sure are. They certainly are. Now, say you want to get your suit pressed. You bought a suit from them. You want to get it pressed. You got to bring it to the cleaners. No. You bring it to them for life, free, they
3: press it. I've done it. I've walked in with a wrinkled suit, stood in the dressing room, takes five minutes, they go in and they press it. Forever. And they slide it, it under the Life, door for lifetime.
1: you. Lifetime. 24-hour tailoring available. Uh, slacks hem while you wait. So you get the pants. Yeah. They need to be hemmed. Not come back in two weeks. Stay right there. And we do it right now.
3: Yeah. Wow. We got this. So
1: yeah. it's, it's awesome to partner up with somebody like this because this is debonair.
3: They have master tailors that don't just do the hemming or whatever. These people could take apart the suit into its pieces mm. and put it back together. In any any way you need it, whatever cut you're looking for, they're unbelievable. Twelve
4: hundred? Are they nationwide?
6: Do you know? Yes, yes. yes.
1: Yeah, they started in Texas, <clears throat> and uh, certainly a bunch of them up here in the New Hampshire area. So they're everywhere. You get the coupon, you go anywhere. Twelve hundred yeah. locations. So, uh, Debonair, this is the box of cigars. Those that are watching, video wise, beautiful packaging, beautiful, beautiful packaging. Uh, what do you want to say? Like a crate, like an old fashioned. It crate is, yeah. With a symbol on it, a a. Uh,
3: it's like luggage. That's like old school luggage. You remember the with the leather straps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little dots on them. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, brass plate. And of this one, the one we're going to smoke, which is the Solomon seven and three quarters by fifty-eight Solomon. Five hundred boxes ever made of this. Five hundred. That's it. This happens to be four ninety-seven. That tells you they're almost out because there's three more over there. Yeah. That's the end. Wow. This is it. So let's open box 497 right now, and we're going to smoke it. This is a bad boy. This is a, this is a big one. Look how beautiful the packaging inside. And is the old, uh, we'll find out about this guy in the rum, rum barrels. It's debonair rum and cigars. So they have award-winning rum. Uh, not,
3: just, not just a award-winning multiple, multiple
1: award-winning, award-winning rum in and out of the country
3: international award-winning rum
1: so here's a uh, here's, here's a guy i wonder if he has a name with a top hat dressed up nice i'm his, going with
3: his name is ruffington
1: ruffington and he's got a horse and buggy and behind him is a house the house that you see behind there is the debonair house i actually stayed
3: there oh, really in
1: the dominican awesome we'll get into that when phil comes on but right now here is a Solomon for you. I wouldn't throw it at Chuck because it's gentlemen today. I think we have to hand it to him. Oh, I, I know all you're cables. all. You're cabled and you wired, but it just. Uh, see? Then I can sit back on my. Yeah, you can do it right. Ugh. So would you like a debonair? I would love
3: a debonair. <laughs> Here, let me be the de- gentleman and take one out for you. Thank you. you. Wow. Thank
1: you.
4: Huh?
1: Wow. This could catch on. See what happens? So a beautiful packaging. Uh, box of 10. Uh, no cheap date. This is a $20 cigar, but this will be the first show in three years where we're going to smoke one cigar the whole show. It's seven and three quarters. This is going to last us two hours. Oh, absolutely. And it's too good to throw down and go go into another cigar after. So it's going to be one cigar for an entire show, and this has never been done before. So uh, those that don't know what a Solomon is, uh, it's a long cigar. As I say, uh, seven and three quarters. It's pointed on both ends. So which end do you light, as a lot of people end up saying. It's got a little nipple on the, on the bulbous part of it that, that comes out after the band. I'm a big nipple guy. Yeah? I like my and, cigars have a little nipple on them. And there's a couple of ways you could do this. Uh, first off, how far do you cut on a bellicoso, a shaped cigar that's shaped at the head? Imagine it in a dress suit. Imagine a dress suit around the cigar, and where the shoulders come down, you cut above the shoulders. So here's where the shoulders come down on it, and you make sure you cut above that. If you cut below it, you run the risk of the cigar unraveling on you. So there we go. I got the cut. And what are we going to use for a lighter?
3: Well, we are going to use the black label with flat flame technology because it is the coolest lighter on the planet, and we're smoking one of the best cigars on the planet. It's a match made in heaven. Plus, this is the very lighter. Phil himself uses.
1: Yes. What? We, we were saying, what kind of light are we going to use? And he pulls his lighter out of the park and says, I like this one. And we go, perfect. That's the lighter we're going to use. That's the one. This is from the folks from Lotus. This is their black label. And it's a flat flame technology. You paint yeah. the cigar with the. Now, because it's a flat flame. And something like, that I'm going to do on mine. I, gonna, I was going to mention gonna, that. So that's interesting.
3: I'm going to doctor the nipple up. A, what the heck?
1: I guess you're not luckily i came packing yeah with you got to he dropped the lighter so what what he's going to do is cut the little nipple off so he has he goes right to the cigar where i am going to go and just light the little tip end of it uh which only takes a second to do because it's only oh so small and what's going to happen is i got to draw from it immediately i mean this is very well made um I'll get to smoke that, and this cigar is going to actually grow in strength as it goes over this bulb, opens up, and it's going to go through a whole process of what's going to happen to this cigar. This is a meaty cigar. Very meaty. This is the, uh, if you were to get prime rib and eat the fat on the prime rib, closest to where the meat is, the meat and the fat. Yeah. This is what you have on it. So I'm not the full-bodied guy at all. But this particular size where it's bigger is going to mellow out a bit uh, from the Robusto size that's a little too full-bodied for me. This size, I've actually never smoked before. This would be my first time smoking. You're in for a treat. I'm in for a treat is is for sure. Because you were, (coughs) let's let's be honest, you were a
3: little nervous about smoking this cigar because it is on the fuller bodied side. I mean, really, to say it's medium-bodied would be a little bit of an underestimation of its strength. It really starts at medium-plus and kind of goes up from there. And Phil will explain why, uh, because of
1: his uh, cigar alchemy, or his tobacco alchemy is what he calls it. Phil knows his stuff. He knows every part of the tobacco plant. It seems like it's a new brand, and who's this Phil guy, new guy getting in the cigar business? Quite the opposite. Phil gone into the business... in the early, early 90s, and he created a, a brand called Indian Tobacco. Those that uh, are hearing this that are out there, the, the, the uh, cigar geeks out there and obviously know the name Indian Tobacco, knows that Indian Tobacco later turned into Rocky Patel, which is uh, a big, big brand. Well, um, Phil, who had Indian motorcycles at the time, him and his dad yes. had Indian motorcycles, uh, created a cigar to go along with Indian motorcycles, which was Indian Tobacco. Uh, he, uh, he met a uh, lawyer in California. His name was Rocky Patel, and Rocky wanted to buy in, wanted to invest in the company. So he took him in as an investor, and uh, later on, like, like any two business partners or something, one has to go type of thing. And uh, I think it was a, uh, something that was agreed upon between the both of them, and Phil said, you know what? Buy me out, basically, and I'm moving on. And uh, he'll, he'll talk about that and, and where he went from there. And uh, very, very highly successful guy that uh, um, knows everything about tobacco products because he created everything from machine-made cigars, snooze, everything. You, you name it, uh, he's, he's been everywhere. And this is his triumphant return back into the premium Business, but I'll say it's not premium. The ultra, this premium, is ultra premium. It's the ultra premium level. business, uh, it says it right on the band. Therefore, it must be true. Uh, it's in Phil uh, moved to Honduras when he sold out of Indian tobacco. Lived there for years. Later on, moving to the Dominican Republic, where he lives now with his Honduran wife, who and, he met when he was in Honduras. And this guy. You know he bleeds tobacco. I mean, the, the guy's got everything about it. It's been an awesome couple of days uh, sitting talking to him and learning so much because uh, he's certainly forgotten way more than I've I've ever known. Yeah. So uh, it's great. We'll bring him on uh, when we come back. So what do you think of the cigar? So far, so good. Like you said, it's meaty. I'm not really looking to uh,
3: make a flavor of the week just yet because the cigar hasn't fully developed. So I don't want to be premature on my uh, flavor profiling. Chuck, you're okay with it? Yeah. I'm nervous as all get out with this suit, though. That yeah, d- to be careful, on it.
4: man. I was thinking that when I first saw you there. Yeah,
1: Big so mistake, gonna, sitting down with a white suit. This would be the suit. time to have a longest ash contest against Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> this would be the time. I'm in a tuxedo. You're in a white suit. Longest yeah, ash contest. I'll be flicking it in two seconds. I'm out. And I'm we out. already ordered red pizza for you. Yeah, the- we ordered pizza. It's ridiculous. <sighs> So, we're going to be sitting in the back, completely naked. We've already had one spill on a suit today. Yes, we have. So, because we're not used to it, you know, the the, uh, American public stopped dressing up years ago. We're trying to bring it back. We're trying to bring sexy back. Can it? Can it be done? I don't know. We'll see if if we do. Um, What do you say? We go to break and bring Phil on. No, no, we got to do American Classic this day in history. Oh, okay. Beforehand, all right. Then we bring Phil on. Okay, this classic day, May 25th, and gentlemen, in American history, brought to you by... Ready to Alec Bradley, American classic you cigars. Of
3: epic rap battle, and now it's time for the epic battle for this day in American classic history. He's looking at you, kid. Featuring Mr. Jonathan... It's in the hole!
5: It's in the hole!
3: Versus Chuck...
5: Game over, man!
3: Making mountains move, Morrison.
6: Go ahead. Make my day. Brought to you
3: by Alec Bradley. Warriors! American Classic Cigars. Alec Bradley, American Classic Cigars are affordably priced and inspired by cigars popular in America in the early part of the 20th century mild to medium body blends of specially aged Nicaraguan long filler tobaccos. Celebrate today with an Alec Bradley
1: American Classic Cigar. And today, May 25th, May 25th, 2013. It's going to be Mr. Jonathan versus Chuck Morrison, the closest without going over. Thank and a very happy birthday going out to Jamie Kennedy, American actor, comedian, television producer, and screenwriter. He is best known for the Jamie Kennedy experiment, the roles in Scream, Scream 2, Malibu's Most Wanted. You know him, you love him, Jamie Kennedy. Isn't he Canadian? Not that I know of. He I think was he's Canadian. He was married to Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, there what? we go. So he got that going for him. Well, are you serious? Yeah. So he's well endowed. So do you know? You know, who
4: we're I know about, what I know. Are talking about Jamie Kennedy? For once,
1: this goes to Chuck. He won last week. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. If he's the champion, don't I go first? No, gentlemen's okay. rules. I'm just checking. Okay. So, so Chuck Morrison, for for closest once. without going over. What year was he born, Jamie Kennedy?
4: Jamie Kennedy was born in 1971. 1971. What you got? What you got? 74. Come on. 74.
1: You're both wrong. 1970. Both years <sighs> went over. Both wrong. Mr. Jonathan, Mike Myers' birthday is today. Austin Powers, actor, comedian. Right. Mike Myers, he born is. today. Year? Four
3: years older than me. He was born in 74. 74.
1: Oh, 67. 67. You're both wrong. 65. 1963. Oh. Uh, <laughs> looks pretty Loser. good. 50 years old today. Wow. Mike Bias. Wow, he looks good for being 50. Okay, the confused. Anne Heche. Anne Heche, who was uh, married or married Ellen DeGeneres. And later okay. on, you know, okay. Anne Heche, confused. She's she's not a lesbian anymore. She's heterosexual. Very confused. Anne Heche. Born today, what year? Chuck
4: Morrison. All right. I'm going to say she was born in 1960. 1960. I'm going with 61.
1: Wow. That's dirty. That's dirty. What do you mean that's dirty? You win. 1969. (laughs) I was closer. Mr. Jonathan gets All All right. It happened this day. May 25th. It happened this day. Rolling Stones releases Jumpin' Jack Flash, Mr. Jonathan. Jumpin' Jack Flash was 1964. 65. 65 is correct. 65 is correct. It's 1968. So that's it Chuck. Took it's an awful one long to one. time,
3: Mr. Garofalo. <laughs> that,
1: that's Chuck. Uh, this uh, day. Chuck's up. For Chuck. Yep. Muhammad Ali knocks out Sonny Liston Ooh. for the heavyweight title. This day, what year? 1970, he says. 68. 68. You both went over. 65. 65. 65. Phil. Phil got it. Phil's a big boxing guy. He's a boxer himself. We'll get into all that more when we come back. Um, Chuck Morrison. Jesse Owens. Mm -hmm. Ohio State University breaks three world records and ties a fourth in the Big Ten Conference. This day. What year?
4: 1980.
1: Jesse Owens. 1980. 75. You guys are morons. <laughs> Jesse Owens, 1935. All right, this is when he when Hitler Hitler. You got to be kidding me!
4: You said basketball. <laughs> I thought he was like an
1: Olympian. Oh my God, he was <laughs> in 1935. <laughs> I, I thought he was a sprinter. You, you don't know who Jesse Owens. is? I thought he was a sprinter, like yeah, a runner. He, you he said is. basketball.
4: That threw me off.
1: I said basketball. I, I thought I, I heard you say I, basketball. I said Big Ten Conference was maybe yeah, what Yeah, the basketball, Big Ten Conference yeah. is what threw me. God, it's terrible being the old guy in the in the in the show. These guys don't know. Anyway, Mr. Jonathan, this is going to you. Yep. Uh, Today, May twenty fifth, Star Wars is released in theaters. May twenty fifth, Star Wars. Star Wars is a geek pride holiday right 1978. 1978, he the says, Euro Chuck Morrison.
4: 75.
1: 75. On the money. 75. It's not on the money. Oh. 1977. But Chuck's got it. winning gun. Winning 2-1. to one. Okay, today, this day, New York Giants, Willie Mays. First Major League game. Willie Mays. Willie Mays. First Major League uh, game. Willie Mays would have played He went 0 for 5, by the way. 37. 37. 50. Ooh. 1951. Chuck Morrison gets that. Son of a Mr. Gun. Jonathan, there's three left. You lose them by two. This is going to Chuck Morrison. Hands Across America <laughs> takes place today, May 25th. Approximately 6.5 million people held hands, creating a human chain of 15 uh, mile path across the continent. 15 mile path across the continental United States. Hands Across America raised 34 million dollars this True. day. What year?
4: 1982. 1982. 81.
1: 81-82 would be correct. It's eighty six. Ah, uh, Mr. Jonathan, I don't know if it's even possible for you to win. Let's, I could let's get, see if I you could don't get, get an, one on the on the money. Less than, less than, oh, you could. That's right. Could Two points for an on the money. Yep. Uh, this goes to Mr. Jonathan. Correct. Uh, Henry Ford stops producing the Model T Ford today, May twenty fifth, and begins the Model A. Nineteen so, forty 19, 19, 41? one. Forty one.
4: Nineteen thirteen. 1913
1: would be correct. It's 1927, and now it's just an abomination. I missed it by
4: this much. <laughs> Chuck Martin, That's not that
1: far off. <laughs> last question. Four, four years. Just to rub it in. Okay. Oprah Winfrey is her last show, ending oh. her 25-year run on the Oprah Winfrey show today. T- what year? 2012. Uh, this would have been 2010. 2010 would be correct. It's 2011. Mr. Jonathan, you came in at the end, but you still lost. So that that is that. This day in American Classic history today, May 25th, uh, brought to you by American Classic Cigars. American Classic Cigars are affordably priced and inspired by cigars popular in America in the early part of the 20th century. Mild to medium-bodied blends of specialty-aged Nicaraguan lawn fillers. Celebrate today, May 25th, with Alec Bradley, American Classic Cigar. Okay, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, finally, we're going to bring in the man, Mr. Debonair himself, Phil Zaney from Debonair Cigars and Rum, and later, Old Fart Freddy, Gentleman Chuck Morrison, News from the Asylum, lots of new cigars hitting the shelves, and lots more. You are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers
0: Radio Network. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
3: I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Aye,
1: what does she look
3: like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch.
1: Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met
3: over a fine scotch...
1: It was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir.
3: Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet
1: tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of
4: United Cigar
0: retailers to
4: carry it. Floor de Lorraine cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Floor de Lorraine, stop missing out.
3: Mr. John, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com
0: and stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks, interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at CigarStation.com.
7: When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities. Time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled.
4: Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors. All finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well.
3: This is Jerry from Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream, and you're
0: listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio
6: Network.
1: We're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Debonair Day. It's dress-up day here for the kids, uh, all employees in suit and ties. It feels good to be dressed up every once in a while. We've lost that debonair style, but bringing it back, bringing it back in a big way is Phil Zangi from Debonair Rum and Cigars. Phil, welcome aboard to the Cigar Authority. Thank you very much, Dave. Thank you, you, uh, Mr. Jonathan,
2: everybody. Chuck, thank you very much.
1: I'm going to tell you, you are debonair, and uh, uh, I want to thank you on behalf of the Cigar Authority in respect that you are a front-end loader here. You uh, bought advertising with us. I spent... Uh, a few days at the Debonair House, all before I purchased a single cigar from you. Yes, sir. Yes, You're sir. a front-end guy, and now it's up to us to be the back-end, to do the right thing, to reciprocity, to hold the door open for you. Yes, sir. And we're having a big event here at uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And if you come by, and we just want you to try a few. Just buy three cigars. We're not saying buy a box of cigars. Try a few. If you try a few, you're going to get a 50% off coupon for Men's Warehouse. They have 1,200 locations. They're everywhere. Uh, You know you need clothes. Uh, That that T-shirt's got to go. Not you, sir. I know he was
2: listening
1: as he was walking by. The shorts, come on,
2: please. We've got to step
1: it up a
3: little, right? Trying to, yeah. Yeah, you walked out of your house looking like that, dude. Come on.
2: Well, no, there's a time for everything, you know. I believe that. But, um, I mean, when you dress up and trying to feel more important that you work so hard and these people do all these things in life to, you know, succeed or to advance themselves. But I I really think – I got it from my grandfather my father. I mean, if you're going to a meeting, dress up. If you're right. going out, I mean, you're going out. I mean, you're going to – Spend money in a place and, and do things. Why don't you look good at doing it? There and was there was, one in a, there was a movie out there that um, the kid was trying to be a gangster type of thing. And the father looks
1: at him and says, you want to be a businessman, put on a tie. Right. You know, and you, nowadays, even coming to us, the salesmen that come into us to sell us stuff, the tie has gone. The yeah, dress up thing is and gone. jeans. You know. No it, respect. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, there's, there's the feeling of it. And no, do you, uh, you need a three-piece suit or something when you come no. in to do it? But, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: With the ripped T-shirt on type of thing, and that's where you come in and, you know. I'm coming to ask you for money in the end. Yeah. And to buy something to sell it for me. And, I mean, really in the end, yeah, I make cigars and I make rum, and but I try to make a reason. I try to make an experience, and I'm trying to bring about a, a new era of um, being a gentleman again. Uh, and it's... It's not that difficult because, I mean, I do travel around the world. And you see in other parts of the world that they do do that. But here in the States, I I love my country. It's the best country on earth. But I just feel that um, this is a good vehicle to do that because I remember my father and my grandfathers, they always wore suits and they dressed up sharp with a cigar. Time spent, you know... As I say, as they say, time spent smoking a debonair cannot be subtracted from one's life. It's yeah. the suspension of reality. So why don't you try to do one more step and suspend reality and dress up? Yeah, it feels good. Yeah. Every once in I a while, I love mile, it. I really but like it. But it's weird. I'm, I think it's going to take some time. But I go into some, like I'll do these events or I'll meet with you, and I'll go into a 7-Eleven, and these people just look at you strange. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? For a second, and and then it's they so look, lost. Then no, they look, but then it's when you speak to them, you you're know, speaking normal. I'm not trying to be pompous or anything. And, yeah, yeah. And then they kind of just say, Well, that's <laughs> all right, man. You're a regular it, guy, yeah. Just, I'm just a but, regular. but
1: it's not Halloween. Why are you no, dress, why are you nice? dress like that? <laughs> well, what do you, you mean? Dress-
2: how am I dressed nicely? I'm just dressed. I just. I'm wearing clothes like you are. Right. Well, yeah. You dress like that all the time. I try. I mean, I live in the Dominican Republic, so it doesn't dictate to dress like this all the time. Right. Right. It's yeah, kind you know, of warm. Around in the tobacco the fields. fields. In the tobacco fields, and, and I mean, you know, it's filthy, dirty, you but get dirty. You I get look dirty. forward to it. I mean, and I, I'm trying right. to. Not just the way you dress, it's the way you present yourself, it's the way you speak. And I even catch myself, I'm, I speak very fast and I'm a very hyper guy, but I try to, you know, work on my diction. I try not to swear as much. And I mean, of course, we're, you Thank know, you for not swearing while you're on the radio you know, I'm, with I'm, us. We I'm, appreciate I'm, that. I'm putting that mental note in before <laughs> I start. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you know, um, know
1: where the swearing comes in? It's out of passion, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not ignorance. I mean, I, I catch myself when I swear, I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about something and I get a little vulgar. Mm-hmm. Well, from the passion of it. Yeah. It's not out of being, I'm mad and I swear, it's, it's um, when I'm right. talking passionate right. things and stuff. Right. So, but we, we need to curb that down and, and calm that down. So, Phil Zangy, I had heard your name Early on in the cigar business, yes, early 80s, Phil Zange, the III, seen in print, never got to meet you, didn't know what you were all about, mm-hmm. but you were there, and then you all disappeared. So how mm-hmm. did you get started in the cigar business? When was that, and, and how did that come
2: about? I was in uh, Dana Point, California, and um, I, I was in a retail trades class, and I had a gentleman that lived on our street. His name was Nick Leone. He owned the Indian Motorcycle Trademark, and... Um, I told him, I was speaking to him. I said, hey, you know, you have that trademark. He actually was one of the founders of Mailbox Etc. also. Wow. And we became we friends with us. He was a neighbor. And I said, well, you have that trademark. I can't. But my dad told me you do. Best he said, a know good what, neighborhood. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty nice. Yeah, golf course and all that. Yeah. But um, that's besides the fact. Yeah. But, I mean, I, he says, you know what Indian is? I said, yeah, it's American original, 1901, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, really? I mean, you're like the first young guy to know what that motorcycle is. I said, yeah, that's the, you know, Roy Roger had one. Clark Gable had one. It's, like, really cool. It's the bomb. Yeah. It's yeah. the super bomb. Full fendered Indian, 1948 chief, that many people relate. It was, it was that in the Vincent Villas, Black Shadow, was rated the most beautiful bike ever invented. It won all kinds of awards just because of its design. But to make a long story short, he let me use the trademark on retail trades in my class. And I was printing T-shirts in my garage. And I said, well, you know, I'm going to see what I can do with them. I was making, no lie, about $1,000 a weekend at nice. 10 so bucks nice. a shirt. And I'm, like, 18. Wow. So I said, this looks like it's going to do something. So I told my pop, I said, Dad, you know, I want to make motorcycles. He's like, what? <laughs> motorcycles? I mean, we're Italians from New York. And, I mean, yeah. he was in the gaming industry and everything. He's like, well, okay, I guess. I'm, okay, well, dude, let's see what you're going to do. So we saw that it was much money in it. 18, though. 18. I was 18. Wow. 18, ni- just 19. I was yeah. just becoming 19. And, um. I started to push it and he, I started to make these shirts and to do real good. So I bought an Aerostar van, an old Aerostar short body, lowered it, put five star rims on it, painted it you know, Indian red, and put the big logos Hydraulic on it. Hydraulic so you could. No, no, it wasn't hot. It I wasn't, that was the other car. Okay. That was the other one. Right. But, uh, and it just was a really nice It was like a hot rod, you know? Yeah, and I yeah. would go to the beach with the t shirts in the back, open the back thing, and then start selling t shirts awesome. on the. And in my senior photo, I wish I had it. There's like, I don't know, about 200 kids with the Indian t shirt on. Wow. It was the old Indian script, the famous script that you know, the short. Indian eye. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um. So that started going, so my dad bought into it, and we moved to Springfield, Mass. I graduated high school, went right into work, started building that up, and during that time, I was doing real well with the clothing, and I was in the Hot Bike, Easy Rider, V Twin. Yeah, you're um, not making $1,000 yeah. a weekend. Now a lot, making, no, th- yeah. lots of big numbers. Yeah. And so I went to Turkey, and I got leather workers, and I brought them back, I got them their visas. We were making, I was buying the leather and gloves in Gloversville, New York, I was buying Talon zippers in New York City, all American made stuff. Yep. And um, so then we started to license it. Where then that's the money starts. It just went buck wild. We got oh. like Brockham. Uh, uh, it was Brockham, Winterland at the time that do all the concert t-shirts. Yeah. And a guy named Trinity Products. that do Harley and Looney Tunes. At 8%, not to sound ostentatious, I'm talking gigantic checks were coming in every week. So but then I did it different. I went with like Interview magazine, mm-hmm. and I went with GQ, and I would put in full catalogs in the th- inserts, and I was spending yeah. the money. It went bonkers, and I set up like a call center thing, and they're selling it. It was crazy, David. Wow. It was just insane. But my old man, coming from where he came from, he just uh, it, it didn't work out that well. So yeah, yeah. I mean, money corrupts all things. So it didn't, but it, it turned out bad in the end with him. Yeah. But. During that time, I mean, we always smoked cigars. I was around cigars. There's a, my christening photo. There's a bunch of us Italians. I'm in the crib, and everyone's smoking cigars and Texas. No touches. kidding. It's, it's always – it's in my – I think it's in the DNA or in the, yeah. in that, the gray matter. It's stuck that smell <laughs> of cigars. So um, I met a guy named Raymond Guys. He came up from Greenwich, Connecticut. He was with UST, and I said, I want to make cigars. And I had – took the Indian badge logo – and I, I put like a reflecting of it. So two Indians looking at the world. That's right. It was blue and red, you know. And it, it won said, all kinds of awards. It won all happening? kinds of stuff. It won, was, yeah. uh, even when we went on, because I was, I know this, out, lack of a better term, I was, wanted to be the American Davidoff or the American Alfred <laughs> of Dunn. And <laughs> I'll yeah. tell
1: you, the cigar was great. It was. I right? want to
2: say was. Yeah, it was. It's, it's changed. It's changed. It's uh, not the same thing at all. Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. Um, so it was going real good. I wasn't selling them. I was giving away when you bought a bike or you bought, you know, I was restoring bikes. We did, like, 248 motorcycles, like, five years, restored them, bought basket cases or had them rebuilt and and brought them to the original Springfield and State Street, the original. We got rented the part of the building, and I'd bring it in there and put a light bulb in and a wiring harness and redone, reshipped from the original Indian Motorcycle factory. Then you put put tab $50,000 on that because people want the original it's stamped it's from yeah. springfield mass home of india baba boom i was going buck wild <laughs> yeah. and i'm 19 years old i got a limousine i got cars wow. i'm doing real good i'm living in avon connecticut on top of this mountain looking all the you know it's just craziness but it just wasn't my old man just wasn't towing the line and it started to get strange and um it's it's in it's if you type my name in the internet you'll see that things happened bad with my dad so I just said you Who know, happens to have the same la- same name as you yeah so. it's the same name as me yeah. so I made a long story short I was in North Carolina I moved to North Carolina because that's where we took the clothing because we were dealing with low wiker and the guys in the you know in the, the tax states and they were like you know you're not the only game in town but I'm like well you know Union Carbide's leaving and you know uh, Pratt Whitney's pretty much closed and your giant industry is going away and we're gonna bring 800 jobs to East Windsor Connecticut in an old mushroom plant and you guys are telling us not. How are we not the only game in town? Whatever. I'm 19 years old talking to the governor at the time. So he's like, whatever, whatever. And then the, whatever. So wow. it, was kind of sur- it was kind of surreal in a lot of ways, but I never looked at it that way. I was look just like, this. I'm trying to bring business, you know? The sure. debonair
1: dude walking in, yeah. full suit. And he, he looked at you a little different, right? Like you're a brother.
2: Mm. Like you're, hey, that's <laughs> yeah. I feel okay now. I don't feel uh, strange. I'm not
3: sure he's looking at you like you're a brother. That's mm-hmm. a tuxedo.
2: Yeah, I'm a little overdressed. No, you're not. You're, yeah. you're dressed just
3: perfect.
1: <laughs> if there was a contest that went best dressed today, mm-hmm. who would
2: win? You're the store owner. You win. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, I'm just, I'm just, Good answer. Where's <laughs> <laughs> the belt? No, I like the tux. The tux <laughs> is that awesome. That is correct. <laughs> t- that, you are correct, sir. Right? You are, sir. So, no. So, then from North Carolina, I was. my dad and I got out of business. I um, started moving furniture and to build up a little kitty. And uh, started moving furniture. Yeah. You got the house on the we, mountain and li- driving from, a limousine and now you're moving furniture. Broke to, for, you know, from no joke to broke. Oh, my yeah. God. So here's a guy that had wow. ups and downs, man. Yeah. yeah. I lost it. was gone. It was gone overnight. And then a lot of trouble with, the, with the, 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 you know, the police and all that with my dad. And he got in a lot of trouble. So I saved up I sold my Corvette. I sold some guns I had and I moved to Honduras. Because I still had the trademark. should have right. hanging on to the guns yeah. before you went to Honduras. Yeah. I didn't realize that until I got there. Yeah. But... <laughs>
3: now, so, now the, the, if I'm not mistaken, the Honduran culture is not very welcoming of the gringo when you go down there.
2: It's, it's weird. Initially.
3: It, it's strange. Uh, well,
2: all outsiders. All outsiders. They like inside. They like to know you. It's the Indian culture. It's, uh, it's a tribal culture. And um, they're Mayan, you know. And I really respect that about them, the math and everything. And uh, when I went down there... I didn't have two nickels to rub together, so I just, you know, just was, I got in with some halfway decent people. So I went down there. This is the whole, this is how it gets really interesting. I go down there, and UST's making my stuff. Raymond Guys retires. Well, so, you started making cigars. Right. um, In 91,
1: mid-91. Just having somebody make it for you? UST. Oh, okay, tobacco.
2: So now you're going down there and saying, right, okay, so I'm now little this little all bit. falls apart. I said, okay, I'm going to dedicate my mm-hmm. life to cigars now. I really love it. I think it. And I've always been blessed. And maybe I have vision. Well, the biker craze kicked in in the 90s, and then cigars kicked in. So That's I had right. both. Yeah. So, the, so the bike thing was over with, it was pretty much done. So I said, well, I'm going to do the cigars now. So I moved to Honduras. I go visit UST, right? Raymond says he's retired. Just go down there and just do your business. I walk in. They hand me a bill in my bands saying, look, we're making Astral and Don Tomas, you're out. And at yeah. the same time, they kicked out Nessa Miranda, and the guys called Flores Flores from New Jersey. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, these guys subsequently sued them and got a lot of money. I didn't have nothing. Couldn't so pay for the lawyer. I couldn't do a lawyer, which was like, <laughs> yeah. what are you going to get? I said, like, well, okay, give me the band. So I went down. Luckily, I had enough vision that Raymond sent me an RTDA manual, which now is the IPCPR. It's our big trade show every year. Yeah. And um, I look in there, and I see a thing in Honduras. Writing down, Lee, it says Honduras Cuban Tobacco. So I said, that sounds like it. I could make something good. So I call them. And it's a Miami office, and the lady doesn't speak really good English. She thinks I'm a client that's mad. And you can tell I t- I'm pretty hyper. Yeah. So she's like, I'm like, listen, I want to make the best cigars girls in the world. And I'm the lady's yeah. like, <laughs> bien, bida, b- bien, bien. Como? Que? Bueno. Da, number. Phone number, please. So here's my number. So this guy calls me right before I go down there and goes, listen, man, um, we just took this factor over. My wife, Tabi's dad owned it. And... We're trying to get this thing going again. And this lady said that you called. And are you a client? I said, no, I'm not a client. I want to be a client. I'm bringing this out, Indian Tobacco. Yeah, with the motorcycle. Yeah, that thing. And I'm going to be down there, and I'm going to UST, and I'm just, just, you know, looking around. He goes, no, I'll pick you up. I'll take you. So I go over there, and I get slapped in the face three times, and I go back over to him. I said, look, dude, it's over, over there. I don't know. I got a bag of bands here. I don't know where we're going to go with this. Yeah. Well, okay, we'll do it. But the problem is we have no tobacco in here. That when the guy had, the people that were managing it before they took it over just milked it dry. I mean, yeah. there was hardly any chavetas, or the, the, which are the knives or the tables yeah. or whatever. So him and I, he goes, well, you can stay here in this little hotel and I'm going to Nicaragua. I said, listen, I'll go with you. So basically, we arm ourselves and we go there. <laughs> yeah. Make a long story short, not yeah. sound like a ruffian. And then we crossed the border and I'd say, no more than 72 hours, I'm in jail. Wow. They say, you're a contrabandist, you're you're, you're smugglers, and this and that. So I get, long story short, I don't want to get into and and blow cover of things, but I talk to the guy. And I become friends with the guy. And he goes, well, okay, you're not that. So guys just, and he became basically our protector there. So we're going back and forth from Nicaragua to Honduras bringing tobacco. And I was buying at that time out of the barn, okay? Tobacco hangs in a barn after it's picked. After the five primates, it's like, say, like 75, 80 days in the field. And then you get it and you hang it up for, people say, from 28 days to, you know, the 48 days, whatever. Okay? So I'm getting the raw tobacco that's going to go to the curing bulks. Sure. I'm trading that. And called, it's, it's called Rama. It's like the raw tobacco. I'm trading that for finished tobacco. I'm buying off the off the barrel. Just hustling. Yeah. You know, I didn't have anything going on. And um, so things started to go okay. And then I'm in... Um, Doing re- I'm doing, starting to do good. Sales are starting to take off. I go back to the States with what little money I have, and I start go, traveling around with my new samples and with a new factory. And it's the boom. And, and people say, well, anyone could sell anything during the boom. That's not true. Because you remember, these major companies that had no boom for 40 years or 30 years yeah. had a glutton of, of cigars set away. But what they realized that people really wanted them, they kept saying there isn't any. So they made them they could raise the price on them. That's just business. So. Right. I just start. I'm gonna. I have an igloo cooler. I have, when I had sold everything. I bought a Grand Wagoneer, an '81 Grand Wagoneer. You know oh, the God. things, right? Yeah. And I had from a guy who was like the vice president of IBM because I moved his house, so he gave me a crazy deal and had sheep. And he was Australian, so it was full of sheepskins. Like from Australia, because that was a well, side I, job. It was awesome. That thing was 360 <laughs> Mopar. Good, luck. it was good stuff. He can do the whole show, man. <laughs> you know, his life is, is a book. You got to write the book. Yeah, I'm you thinking do. about, my uh, you god. know, people say that to me, and that's it that sounds conceited. Yeah, I'll write a book about no, your no. own life. Oh but, my god, yeah. write the book. Phil. Um, my wife's a writer. She could ghostwrite it for you. That's what the problem is. I, my head's so s- scattered. I mean, I got thousands of stories, you know, and, and good stuff in reality, and I um. I've been in it 21 years now, and I and I look back and I just remember it like it's yesterday, you know. And I cannot say no matter what you later on I'll tell you about how how it got going. So I'll go I'll finish it up quickly. Um, so I'm moving the tobacco and I'm living in this hotel and um, I have no money. And Nestor Placencia, which is my like my now my mentor, he's the guy who pretty much I gave him mostly all the credit for helping me understand the premium cigar industry. And he's the to me he's the king, he's the magnate, you know. And because um, he's been through it just like I am, sure. lost everything in Cuba, went to Nicaragua, they booted him out of there because the Sandinistas, and he ended up in Honduras. So we're sitting in this hotel, and I would cook for him sometimes, and, and we talk, and he he just liked me, you know.
5: Yeah. And,
2: um, so I start telling him what's going on, and and, and you're learn learning Spanish. I'm learning, and I'm not. Yeah, I'm learning Spanish at this point, and yeah, I'm just trying to make it happen. And um, one night we're sitting there, and um, he just basically he's like he's t- talking to me, and I said, he's like, "How are you getting tobacco?" You know, I know that factor was closed, and we tried to get it, and and we had take he had a farm that we had, and then we took it back over from him. And my partner at that time, he didn't like him, but he liked me. And I'm like, well, listen, I'm just basically getting stuff from your farms. I mean, in the Nicaraguans. He said, what yeah. are you talking about? I said, well, I'm paying them a little bit more. They got extras always, yeah. you know, and I'm working it out. And he goes, are you kidding me? I said, I'm just telling you the truth, man. I got nothing to lose at this point. Yeah. It's like like 50 cents stole my saying. It's get rich or die trying. Sure. And I got a couple pistols and I got whatever, you know. And um, so what he does is basically I tell him, you know, I, I need, what do you need? I need this much money, you know, or I need this much tobacco. And he kind of laughs at me. You know, and I go, you know, that's, that's your boss, man, and you're laughing at me? You know what I mean? And he goes, no, you know what? I'm proud of you because all these guys come down there say they're going to give me a million dollars and they're going to go public and make all this money. You said you're flat broke.
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: you know, what do you need? <clears throat> you know, so... um he basically just—he did me a favor, gave me a bunch of tobacco, I went, went back to the States, sold a bunch, came back, paid him off, and it just started getting really good and going. And build you know? from there, we're going to uh, go to break. When we
1: come back, you're going to tell us how it evolves and where does this uh, uh, Indian guy, Rocky Patel, come into the Absolutely. picture? Absolutely. And uh, then how does it evolve? And then you end up back in Honduras, and yeah. Rocky Patel gets launched, and, and you make it back. So th- this, this continues. I've the heard the story continues. before. The saga continues. The saga continues is right. So, when we come back, we're going to hear more stories from Phil. You're going to stick around, right? Absolutely. Okay. And I will talk about new cigars hitting the shelf, news from the asylum, strange but true events, promotions, and lots more. Gentleman Chuck Morrison, you're going to be on the hook this time. You better get really uh, debonair with him. Mr. Debonair, this is is the guy buying the commercials, so you better be good. Uh, we're going to take a, a peek at social media, too, when we come back. So we're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We're getting debonair. If you come down here, exit one, our Fruit 93, you buy a few debonairs, and you get a 50% off coupon for Men's Warehouse. That's correct. So yeah. just a few cigars. You need to try these cigars and see what they're all about. So stick around, everybody. Live from Salem, New Hampshire, you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And don't forget,
3: when you're dressed up in debonair and smoking an expensive cigar, please keep the lid end out of your mouth.
0: (laughs) This is Rudy from the chat box up in Canada, where, yes, we celebrate Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Hanukkah. We even have electricity and the internet. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, right here on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
3: Two Guys Rock We a billion choices
5: In stokey heaven
1: There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire And coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident And just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America Two Guys
3: Rock Two Guys Rock Rock With a billion choices it's heaven
1: Another reason could be our cigar selection Again, the biggest and best I'm proud to say Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop In tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire
6: Or find them on the web At twoguyssmokeshop.com It's stokey heaven
5: You like Robusto I'll take a Toro You like Oscuro I'll take Maduro like perfecto, I'll take torpedo, sit back, relax, it's two guys time, two guys rock, two guys rock, with a
3: million choices, it's stogie heaven In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars
1: at the same time.
4: Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste.
1: One cigar. Known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor
4: and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the
0: Maduro. Darker and even more bolder.
4: Within your face flavor.
0: United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both
1: box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well,
0: I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance.
4: That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops
3: nationwide. Rated E for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars.
0: You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. From New Hampshire's family of locally owned radio stations, this is Absolute Broadcasting's 1590 AM WSMN, Nashua. Hi, this is Dave Topper with Alec Bradley Cigar, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This this is the Cigar Authority. You're
4: either in or you're out, right now.
0: The simple fact is, it's no laughing matter. The authority on everything cigar. It's like fishing with dynamite. In and out of the cigar industry. Are you smoking yet? This is probably the best thing that's ever happened to us. With your hosts, David Garofalo. I promise I'll do better at this job than I did on the SATs. Mr. Jonathan. I'm ready. I'm walking tall.
6: I've been earning and burning, snapping necks, passion checks.
5: And
0: Chuck Morrison. Now he's used to... Big group, so make them feel like there's a crowd here. It's time to light them up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Well, if you learned anything today, it won't be the truth. I got a fever,
6: and the only prescription is more cowbell. I didn't even take the SOTs.
0: Didn't even
1: take them anyway. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We're live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. It's Debonair Day. We're getting debonair. We're all dressed up. It's like the first day of school and smoking debonair cigars. is the Solomon, and with us. Is Phil Zangie the owner and founder of Debonair Cigars and Rum? Yes, sir. Cigars and rum, and I tasted the rum. I thought, can't get it around here yet. Not yet. No, it's it's, it's coming soon. Very it was soon. it was sensational. So, uh, loving the Solomon, Mr. Jonathan. Do you have a flavor of the week of the cigar or what? Well, I'll tell you, the cigar started off with a
3: very distinct sour cream and chive from Cape Cod potato chips, a and closer. then. It switched over okay. to a deep, roasted
1: peanut butter. I get none of that.
3: It's
2: crazy, right? I'm proud of you, John. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should it, work. It's you should meaty. work in a flavor house. It, is,
1: it is meaty, and, and I don't want. It sounds like a bad thing. It's not. I mean, a mm-hmm. little greasy meat. Yeah. You know, like it's prime a, a rib fat. Prime rib fat. fat, uh, fat. Yeah. It's fatty. It's
3: well, interesting okay. that you say that because Cape Cod potato chips are the oiliest of the bunch.
5: Ah, so,
3: therefore, you are breezy. tasting what I said. You're just choosing not to
1: accept it. Okay. okay. Choosing just not to accept it. Up to you. Brilliant. So, uh, we're smoking one cigar this this whole show. We've never done this before, but it's plenty because I'm not even halfway done with it. We're an hour into it. So, you look at a $20 cigar like this and you say, wow, 20 bucks! it's a lot for a cigar. I'm not halfway in yet, so I have less than $10 an hour into the cigar. Right. Don't I, don't I deserve that? Absolutely. You're worth way more than that. $10 an hour to, to, to at the end of a, of a hard day, you worked hard to, to spend $10 an hour on yourself. Absolutely. So that, that's what part of debonair is, taking time for yourself. And the truth of the matter is the time, if it takes me two hours to do this, mm-hmm. at the end of my life, this doesn't come off. It doesn't. It's, it's not, not subtracted. subtracted. Yeah, it's not subtracted. <laughs> it, it, smoking at debonair is not subtracted from well, one's life.
3: So. something else that's not subtracted from one's life is listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar <laughs> Retailers Radio Network, the only syndicated radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week in Tax-Free Salem, New Hampshire, Two Guys Smoke Shop Salem, and... Uh, you can catch the podcast on thecigarauthority.com. You can catch the webcast. We can actually watch this mess. And this week, I got to say, we got it going on as we far as what we look. What we look like?
1: Yeah, we look ebony. We got Phil everyone in his custom
3: tailored suit. It says Phil Zangy on the inside of his jacket. It says by the it does. His clothes has a name on it. Even the
1: shirt with his, with yeah. the monogram on his. his He's got to I go forget on. who I am sometimes. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. We, we don't forget.
3: Uh, we got David with his tuxedo. So, if you and, ever put uh, that
1: shirt down, I'll never accidentally put it on. That's yeah. it, that's not it. that I would fit in it, but. Fat <laughs> man in a Oops, little shirt. So
3: sorry. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm so sorry, <laughs> Phil. Why, Dave? Why?
2: I'll
3: get you one. Uh, let's also not forget you can set it and forget it on iTunes and uh, also our good friends over at thecigarstation.com playing our show from last week
1: twice on Sundays from 11 to 1. And 11 to 1. Okay, so last we left you, Phil, you were in Honduras, you were making Indian tobacco cigars. Yep. You come back to the U.S., you start mm-hmm. hitting
2: the road hard. Really hard. Um, I was like. <clears throat> It's really like 18 months, if I remember it correctly. I was I visited like 900 stores. I'd stop in a town. I'd go to the phone book, and that was before GPS or any of that stuff. I bought a Thompson guide, and I would rip out, it said cigarettes or tobacco products, and I'd just go start start stopping in stores.
5: Wow.
2: And, I mean, out of all those stores, I probably sold four or 500 of them. And they took wow. stuff. And it was good. But then I, was, I had no money, so I would go back to Honduras, just get enough going, enough boxes ordered, and I couldn't deliver everything I wanted to. So... Subsequently, my father got sick, and um, he got cancer, and he thought he was going to pass away, so I wasn't speaking to him at the time, but he flew me out to California to meet with him and to make amends. So I said, okay, Pop, so he, by chance, my, my sister married a guy, and, her, and his sister married a guy that was the executive chef of the Grand Adventure in Los Angeles, okay. and it wasn't even open yet. So, my father was a founding b- member there. So, I said, Dad, you give me a new Lincoln, <laughs> and you give me the membership, and we'll, you know, well, I'm not going to call it Square, but just help me out. So, he did that. So, subsequently, I was there, and I was launched Indian in there, and, and it was doing real well, and I met a guy, my dad introduced me to a guy named Rocky Patel. He said, this guy's a cool guy, and he want, he's, a, he's an attorney, and he wants to, you know, he loves cigars, and he wants to get in the business, and da-da-da. So, we hit it off, we became friends, he invested a small amount of money, and he helped me out, and, um... So then I was on the road. I, could, I used his offices that he had, and I, that's where Indian was out of in California. And went on the road. It was back and forth to California, to Honduras, and things were starting to go real good. They were starting to go real good. So... Fast forward like three or four years, Indian just exploded. I'm the one who was credited for, quoting the phrase, super fuerte, box plus maduro. Yeah. I won a bunch of awards for our packaging, high top boxes, router dovetailed. Mm-hmm. You had the, the actual sticker that we put on it or the applique was not the full box. It was the, it was the reverse of the Cuban that do the edges. We I did the inside of it, so I left the wood edges. So it was just yeah. reverse. Wow. You know, the blood color, the yellows, the beautiful really, yeah. like the old flower sack. They you know, pumped. the flowers. Yeah, they exactly pumped. Pumped. right. They're beautiful. And um, but what happened is that I was down there so much in Central America and growing and building our company and making all the cigars that I said, well, you know, Rock, I need a favor from you. Why don't you go on the road for me? Wow, you're the guy to put him yeah. on the road. And it, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, and I think he got the bug real bad. He liked, it. and he really. liked it a lot. And um, don't get me wrong, Rock, yeah, I he's a good guy, and he helped me in the beginning. But we couldn't see eye to eye.
3: Well, you you hit a certain level yeah. of success, yeah, and you, you know, both of you end up with uh, your own vision. Yeah. And so it. at that point, you've con- got conflicting visions. Two guys at the top. Right. someone's Someone's got to go. Yeah,
2: that's a nice way to put it. There and, you go. Yeah. <laughs> and I just basically said, you know what, I don't, there's certain aspects of this industry that I don't really agree on, and I'm not going to get into all that, yeah. but um, I like stores. I like store owners like Raffalo. I like that kind of thing. I like coming here and staying two or three days, not mm-hmm. being there for two or three hours. yeah. yeah. I like to meet the people. And, um I think I don't really I mean the other thing is I, re- I sell myself I don't sell cigars and and I'm gonna try now with the debonair it's it's I'm trying to put an ideal out there not really a cigar you know I make reasons I don't really make cigars and the ideal is to try to be a better man and yep. better person and if I can the camaraderie that you see in the cigar industry that a lot of people miss is that you can be with a, a, a billionaire and a and a, 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 right. a dock worker and they're all sitting in the same place and what's the common denominator they're all smoking Yep. and it's like a hobby you know, And people like that, and they get to know each other, and they get to know each other where they would never get to know each other in any other aspect of life. <clears throat> There's no way their, cro- their paths never cross in, yep. in the world, only crossing in the cigar shops like these. Okay. You know, So I get on the road. I've resigned. I, um, I was becoming an air. I wanted to become an air marshal because I just had a newborn baby. And um, a good buddy of mine that I helped develop a, a, some, a, a mass product that's a homogenized rolling paper, and um, I helped him do it. And I was going to quit. And he, he came to me and goes, well, where are you going? I said, "I'm out, man. I'm going to become an air marshal." It was after nine eleven, and everything was, you know, squirrely, and so I went and did the, the exams and all that. But make a long story short, my my Too my late. other mentor, yeah, was a guy named Danny Sinclair, which is my brother. He's the godfather of my kids. Great yeah. guy, best guy. And um, so I joined up with him, and we built an empire. Blunt Wrap USA, which is a very famous product. It's yeah. a nice tobacco rolling paper. We make cigars, and it's a make your own cigar thing. It exploded. Sure, it went like. You could not believe so totally, from, totally different aspect. Now, as so I'm saying, so now yeah. I went from the super ultra premium to the most uh, just the paper. Yeah, with flavor on it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hmm.
2: now I took that from, but I took the ideals of the real growing aspects because you got to remember in Honduras, no one was helping me. So I learned from the seed bed. I learned from the growing, the curing, all that. So I get with Danny. We build this empire. We move from Honduras, we move to the Dominican Republic, and then from where you live now, where I live now, and I've been there nine years. But you had an
3: itch at that point.
2: We are, you had a niche. <laughs> I can say it's a it's a super niche. It came to the point where now that's a classified tobacco product, blunt wrap. Yeah. Not, the US not... government calls everything that's a roll your own cigar yeah. is blunt wrap. Sure. That's what the government like it's a cigarette, you got pipe tobacco, you got blunt wraps, you got that's what it is. Yeah. So and then um we did real well. We actually the people that own the uh it's called New Way Microflake and um in Connecticut, they make the homogenized paper. We became partners with them. We've done real well. Yeah. We a, and Danny was smart enough to patent the product. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an empire, and it's yeah. now, um, you know, Q-tips yeah. or Band-Aid. Right. I mean, it's the name. It's a generic it term. Yeah, yeah. So then from that, but you, I, you, you yourself- never know what's going to happen with that stuff. So we, then I invested in the high-speed rod-making machines, what's called KDSs, which... Are the machine maids of the world, which are your, you would be familiar people out there with the Swisher Swedes and stuff back in Miles. Right. So you make millions of. million. We make 2.2 million cigars a day. We make. a day. From, 2.2 yeah. million a day. Yeah. We process probably 300, 250,000 pounds of tobacco. Wow. And subsequently, I learned that, that part of the industry. I went and I bought from Scandinavian Tobacco Group in Autos, Denmark, an entire line, primary. I, uh, we have other machines. We make, um, we have, I have a patent myself, a perforation patent that. Wow. buy the cigar, a lot of stuff, so now it wow. takes you to premium right well, so you like,
3: had, at that point you, i mean you 've got a real longing right. to get in, back into the premium That's I mean, what I, this stuff is all fun and, and whatever it's, it's but.
2: just it's, 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 its beauty is its speed, but um, I miss i mean Dan and I are both pedigree premium cigar smokers mm-hmm. i mean it 's in us, so he pushed and pushed and we wanted maybe to get an Indian back or something like that and i said nah don 't go back No, nah, i 'm not going backwards i 'm going to go forward, so we he got mm-hmm. the brand we got the brand debonair. Um, we made rum. We're making rum too, and not just any rum. Not it's, just any this rum. Is okay, won awards. It's won. At this it's point. won awards in, in Madrid, New York, San Francisco, and then Miami Rum Festival. We won gold, gold, best in class, a bunch of great things. Wow. So, him pushing me, and me learning all this other stuff from the machine-made world, from also making pipe tobacco and snuff and steam and low pre- low temperature steam and distilled waters and in the sorbates and all these different things. I learned how to cure tobacco differently. And that's why I'm an alchemist. I I call myself a tobacco alchemist. I've been called that, and I took that phrase. It was cool, and I kept it. And... Um, what I do is, I, I take all the make a long, long story of what lo- I get into. It takes all the impurities out of the leaf. I take the pesticide residue, the fertilizer residue, I flash the ammonia off, and I bring it back with distilled water. And that's it, has that real meaty, beefy taste. Yeah. It's very different. It's different. It's there's, unique. There's you know someone's smoking it when they smoke yeah. it. Yeah. No, nobody's had a cigar like this. And you are
1: brand new to it. You yeah. haven't shown your stuff at a trade show yet. I'd, last year, I brought it out, soft launch, okay. soft. So,
2: and like even you that know everyone and their mother didn't, didn't even didn't, know. Didn't even know.
1: Okay. So it's out there. you going to really show it off, yeah. and, but you're not looking for thousands of stores across no, the country sir. at all. Uh,
2: 500 boxes of these. 500 boxes of that, and there was 250. The other ones, first run, they're basically prototypes, and they've been accepted well. And guys like you. And, that, there are, yeah. and there are no more right now. We're not going to get another cigar till when? Like August, September.
1: August or September? I'm,
2: no, I'm, I'm going to try to figure it out a little faster. But I can't rush. You can't rush the hands of Times. Ernest and Julio Gallo well, saying. Yeah. You know? It's just a way. Nope, it that is. wasn't
1: Fuente. And no,
2: it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was and Julio Gallo, yeah, I think, I remember. Yeah. yeah, Those two, Those two good Italian boys out well, there. Well, now that Napa. you're here, are,
1: are you ready, uh, uh, Chuck Morrison? Everybody, sure, okay. okay. sure. Gentleman, sure. Chuck Martin. This you is the segment. gentleman. This is the segment we do every single week, yeah. thanks to you. Gentleman. Thank you. Trying to make ourselves more of a gentleman, gentleman, to get it together, to try to change the world you and bring it back where it was, <laughs> Gentleman Chuck Morrison.
5: Gentleman.
1: gentleman Chuck Morrison. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices
4: and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? Gentleman's Way, big day today. Going yep. debonair, brought to you by our good friends at Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair cannot be subtracted from one's life. I figure since we have the gentleman, Phil, with us today, we do kind of a recap, a best of, okay. of the Gentleman's Way. Okay. you
1: going to go here. Okay. So what I
4: did is I compiled a list of the top ten ways to be a Gentleman. To be a debonair gentleman So Mr. Jonathan if you would help me out here a little bit
3: I got you covered Chuck
4: Starting with number 10 On how to be a (laughs) debonair gentleman Make a good first impression How often do you consciously monitor The way that you act around new acquaintances You may offer a firm handshake But do you make eye contact Do you introduce yourself politely and clearly Or do you slap hands and say Sup bro (laughs) Be hygienic there's nothing wrong with waking up from a night on the town and throwing on a rumpled T-shirt, last night's jeans, and a ball cap. But make sure the jeans are put on the right way. Put on a fresh pair of underwear. And pull them up. <laughs> and pull them up. Yeah. And even if you haven't showered yet, we're deodorant. All right, there's no excuse for leaving the house with your teeth unbrushed, nails untrimmed, hair unkept. You never know who you might see. There's nothing that can turn around a bad first impression but a second impression third and fourth impression can sure as hell erase a good first one.
1: I had to change my underwear before I went to the house in case I got hit by a car when I was a Always.
4: kid. Absolutely. <laughs> That's
1: my we mother used taught to that. Say. Yeah. <laughs> Number eight, making
4: others feel like they're, that they're their center of attention. Most gatherings, be they social or professional, include a diverse cast of characters. Wall followers, attention hogs, and social butterflies are all to be expected. Regardless of who you're talking to, you want them to... Leave feeling like the conversation they just had with you was the most rewarding one that they've had all day. Here we go. Number seven, remove your hat indoors. <clears throat> Mikey Ward. <clears throat> yes, this is an oldie but a goodie. If you're going someplace and you'll be staying a while, take your hat off. It just shows a little respect for the establishment that you're entering. <laughs> don't, want to, don't want to do it because you're here. We'll get all messed up. Too bad. In that case, you shouldn't have worn a hat. Absolutely. Well, have a comb on you. Have a comb on you. Yeah. Yeah. Number six, waiting for others to get their food before you start eating. If you're out for a meal or on a date with a group, the gentlemanly thing to do is to wait for all parties to get their food before digging in. You don't want to be that one guy shoving food down his face while others are still conversing. There's an exception to the rule. If there are more than six of you, go ahead and start eating. There's no need to make others feel like they're forcing you to let your food get cold while the wait staff brings out eight more plates. Okay, so
1: six people's a number,
4: all right. Number five, opening and holding the door for others. Look, it doesn't matter if it's a man, woman, right. child, teenager, or grandmother. The gentleman thing to do is to open door for others and hold the door for the person behind you. Rule of thumb within four steps. Hold the door. Ah, there we go. Number four, please say please, thank you, and you're welcome. What happened to this? What ha- yeah. Say please, thank you, and you're welcome. Please, thank you, you're welcome. Number three, way to be a gentleman, a debonair gentleman. When with women, walk on the curbside of the street. Ah. Just a gesture of you putting yourself between wayward vehicles and splash puddles. She may not even notice you're doing it. My wife never does. But it costs you nothing, and you're raising your game. There we go. Number two, cell phone etiquette. Is this good? It's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Do not text while having a conversation with someone else. Take your phone calls outside or step away from the conversation if necessary. Have respect for the present company that you're with. Again, this is a lost art. People are not being gentlemen. And the number one way to be a gentleman, a debonair gentleman, smoke debonair cigars and drink debonair rum. Here
2: we go. (laughs) That's it. It helps you. (laughs) The Gentleman's
4: Way brought to you by (laughs) debonair cigars and rum. Today, we're all debonair.
1: Here we go.
2: Did he do good? Absolutely brave. This is all right? Absolutely brave. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank Thank you, Phil. Thank Thank you. you. Phil jumps forward and uh, we got a Rolls Royce just pulled out. Oh, Jag. Oh, Jag? Yeah. He was sofa driven so he gets more points. There yeah.
1: we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is very debonair of him. Absolutely. If you don't sell this guy at least a whole box uh, is debonair,
3: <laughs>
2: something's wrong here. <laughs> Absolutely. He's wearing a jacket
1: too.
3: Yes he is. Yeah. He's got brass buttons. He's <laughs> actually a gentleman. ex Military.
1: Wow. Absolutely. Yeah? Mm-hmm.
3: Beautiful. Left his hat on when he came in. Well, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that.
1: Well, he's got a few minutes to do it, right? He's got, he's got, a, a, he's got a momentary. If, he, lap if he's going to stay more than four minutes or something, mm-hmm. he's kind of older too.
2: But you know, in the old days when they all wear hats and they take it off, and their hair was like slicked. Yeah. yeah you they ever notice grease. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was like the hair was already perfect. Yeah. You yeah, took yeah. it off. You could put up like you know. You yeah. could hit it with a bat, and it would be still be the same. You know. <laughs> Mister. Jonathan wears a hat now and then. You don't take mm-hmm. it off. Right there.
3: Well,
1: it depends on the... Uh, chuck, write right that down. Yeah. 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 Mark, yep. Mark Which, my with, file. Listen, we <laughs> got a long way to go with Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> even with myself, I mean, we're learning every single it week. It is. It's, you have to...
2: I get myself, too, with the phone thing. That's the hard one. Mm. Yep. Because that wasn't there in the in the old no. days.
1: That uh... It
2: is. And it's like there's sometimes... I mean, the best way I see to do with the phone is you put it on vibrate. Yeah. Or you turn it off. Not turn it off, turn the the Silence. ringer and everything off right. and put the face down.
1: Especially you're in a meeting with somebody, yeah. you give them all your attention yeah. and you don't and you don't do
2: that. It's hard though. It's very hard.
1: Yeah. So anyway, let's get back a little bit to the uh, the uh, now at this point you're uh, you have debonair out right.
2: and um
1: you're you're hand selecting. Instead of yeah. just saying if if you know, I know a lot of stores are listening and, and maybe mm-hmm. they don't have debonair, yes. it's not as simple as pick the phone up and make no, the call.
2: I mean, it probably sounds pompous a little bit, but I mean, I just a preferred vendor application where I'm trying to find a store in an area that meets the criteria, which is preferably a lounge, good references in the business for a long time. That's a true proprietor where uh, the person that's running the store is a tobacconist, you know, where he will take you in the humidor and explain to you things, not just someone behind the counter going to cigars are in there and because then it's I mean it's a pricey product and it's a high end product and I mean I'm making a luxury brand and I want it to be you know shown at the highest form of what it is I put all this work into it and I don't want someone later oh it didn't sell that good what did you sell it right they they need to know how to do yeah. it they knew how to, how to yeah. show it and yeah. you are going to go take another step forward
1: and actually mm-hmm. build something to right. show people this is how we want it done.
2: Right, exactly. It's a preferred vendor, and I'm doing that now, and it's, it's. I'm learning from all, and I, that's why I'm doing it on my own. I'm the rep. I'm the salesman. I'm the distributor. I'm the importer because I can go. It's going to take me a long time, but I have time, and um, and I want to be able to pick the brains of, like, you, Mr. Ruffalo, yeah. and all these people that we know, and they're telling me how to form fit to their areas and stuff, and I like, like, New Hampshire's a rare beast because it's, it's such a great state for cigars that I'm, I'm in, the, I'm like, nine stores in New Hampshire, because of uh, the people that we sell to. But each guy owns three stores. Right, and right, And they're right. all high-end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And they all know each other, and they're all like an association together. Yeah. But like certain areas, I'm not going to sell to this guy here and then three blocks down the street I'm going to sell to another guy. You know, because I'd like to have like a 20-mile radius, so the guy's kind of the only guy in town who has got it. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah.
2: And, then, and, and, then, and in turn, valid, it makes the point of me to go there and stay two, three days sure. and talk to all these people and, and learn to become basically friends. I'm trying to be debonair in the way where I want you guys to... Think of me when you think of the best cigar in the house. You come in, you show the guy what's the newest best thing. This is the newest best thing. Okay, but it's kind and, of and you expensive. Should, you it, didn't ask me what it costs, you asked right. me what the newest best thing is. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: not saying buy it. Yeah, you should be proud to show it, though. Right. Uh, it- you know what? What says a, a guy uh, shouldn't deserve to have the best, right. even if the guy is a, a laborer or something right. like that? No, I want to show you. Listen, you want to spend twenty dollars right. on yourself to have an awesome right. couple of hours? Right here it goes because he deserves it too.
2: Everybody can go to the dollar menu McDonald's and right. it's great, but you save up for Arnie Mortons.
5: Right, there I want go. to be the Arnie there on
2: Sure, you know everybody. Has, nobody puts a, a you know a key a picture on their wall. They put a picture of Rolls Royce,
5: right, or right. Ferrari.
2: I'm not hating on Kia, you know, but I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, I mean, I want to be the Rolls Royce. I mean, it's not for everybody, but it can be if you work hard enough, you know.
1: Okay. Um, This guy
4: gets it, Dave.
2: Yes, he does. And we should get it, and
1: we should learn from it, and everybody should. Wouldn't it be something if you end up changing the game here in the United States, and everybody starts stepping up and gets more debonair? and It's going to, listen, you're trying to change the
2: world here. Yeah. One step at a time. One step at a time. With then, Ben's Warehouse, I got to thank Mr. Jonathan for that. That that, that That's is, awesome. It's divinely guided. I truly believe that. I mean, it's gonna. I'm going to be shown the next turn of the road. And I'm gonna. There's a way going to be made for me where there is no way because I truly believe in what I'm doing. Sure. You know? Sure. And, I mean, these things just fall in. I mean, the, 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 my first premiere I ever did was on HBO uh, Friday night's uh, Fights After Dark. And I'm in the ring. Wow. And the guy wins. And I'm like, HBO, you see the Debonair logo. Nice. Wow. I just did wow. in Nashville a big thing at uh, the Standard Club, which is probably the the top five clubs in America. And my co-sponsor was Rolls Royce. They loaned us a Rolls Royce for a week. Wow! Oh, you give me goosebumps. Man. And they're all like, right, "Hey, so, man, yeah. so,
1: so men's wear house."
2: No, okay, but still, but it's, it's not, awesome. It's not
1: the Rolls Royce. <laughs> so and there's
2: still 1,300 stores across America that that are a haberdashery. They are a fine men's clothing yes, store. They are. Yes, they So are. if you can get people, now we can get people in there going, you know what? Maybe I will buy a blazer. Right. And you know they say you always got to always have about pair of brown shoes with your jeans, a white shirt, a nice sweater, and a blazer. Right. Then you look sharp. Yep. You should have it all the time anyway. Yep. I mean, it's comfortable. You know.
1: One guy that doesn't uh, dress for the occasion. He's an old guy. He's old Fat Freddy, and we have him here with us. And Mr. Jonathan, you ready for old Fat Freddy? Let's see what he has it's to say time this week. to
3: step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy.
7: Nowadays, people are finding new reasons to get dressed up. Sport coats have elbow patches built in so they look retro. You are oh so stylish if you have elbow patches. In my day, we had elbow patches added to cover up the gaping holes in our elbows. You only wore your suit on Sundays at weddings or to a funeral. We were men. Nowadays, people get buried in their best suit. Actually buried in the suit. In my day, families would show the body in his suit so they could sell it after to pay for the funeral. The viewing was less about the dead guy and more about the silent auction going on. To undress a man. Nowadays, you walk into the men's warehouse and there are thousands of suits to choose from. Every color, style, and cut is represented. In my day, you got your suit from your older brother, cousin, or dug up a corpse from two towns over. Like a man. We were elbow packs, silent auction, grave robbing men. Sometimes,
3: aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like Aging Room Cigars, made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends.
7: Some things are better aged, some are not. There's nothing wrong with wearing a dead guy's suit. It's not like he's ever going to need it again. I do
1: it all the time. Oh, Fafra, how apropos.
5: Apropos, apropos,
2: brilliant. Yes, eight um, is suit he... isn't good though. No, <laughs> dead guy's clothing. Decomposition <laughs> is not the flavor of the aroma right. we we're looking for. <laughs> right. cigar.
1: You met old 5 Freddy over in the store. Yeah, I show. did. Yeah. 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 So that's him, and that's what he's all about. Um, <laughs> we we take a, a quick look at some of the new cigars coming out, and uh, Debonier, I'll say, is is a. Uh, a, a new cigar that a lot of the guys will see at the trade show coming this year, and it it uh, it will show up in cigar stores across the country as it's going on. Um, another thing that's coming out uh, at the show, an old cigar coming back, is a seventeen uh, year old Topper cigar called Rosedale, that is a uh, was a machine made cigar. Right, right. And this is from a
2: company that's one hundred and seventeen years, years old. Yeah, the Topper family they're 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 versed in in. The lore of Connecticut tobacco yes, and New England. Yes, Connecticut Company. he has yeah. been there
1: forever. Chris Topper came mm-hmm. and paid us a visit yeah, absolutely. Uh, yesterday. Absolutely. Great guy. Best guy. Um, and uh, he decided to go back to the roots of his uh, grandfather's uh, company, and go uh, turn his machine-made cigars back into handmade cigars. He has chosen you, Dufit Holdings, uh, and Phil Zangy to actually make it, make the cigar for him. We smoked some yesterday. Mm -hmm. I was very impressed. We're talking about a a cigar under $3. Yeah. Under $3 cigar.
2: Connecticut Broadleaf, a 100% San Vicente binder, and the fillers from uh, Central America in the Dominican Republic. I opened up, we actually built a factory, a satellite factory for him to make stuff for really? him and do really high-end, handmade, machine bunch cigars. I mean, it's a machine, but it's, it's a hand, it's a levered machine, you know, it's a fulcrum and lever kind of machine, but um, we're just taking it back, and I mean, Topper's a great guy, and I think he deserves that, and... I mean, this area deserves that, a really well-made, inexpensive cigar. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. When, yeah. when, when can we expect to see all the toppers out it, there? He'll the, yeah. be launching. I mean, he'll be periodically in the next couple of months, be putting them in more stores, and then at, at the show this year, he'll be really kicking yeah, in. Yeah, which is going to happen in July, so I'd say August. We're trying said. to get him across America. Cause it's mostly a Northeast brand. Yes, yeah. It's a famous brand here, but we're trying to get him into the next level because, you know, money's tight in a lot of places, and, and I want to make a quality cigar. We will not... Sacrifice quality for cost, and that's what our whole thing with Topper is. We're not going to lessen it. It's yeah. still going to be great, it's going to be f- the best version of what that is in the, t- in the cigar industry. And yeah. I mean, that's a that's a that's a every there's the levels of everything, there's ultra premium, and then there's machine made, and then there's yeah, you know, short filler and, and perfumos, and, and and what are they called, Cuban sandwiches? Or yeah, with- and, but you're a guy that actually can do anything, yeah, every and you do it for lots of people. You have lots, and lots of lots of clients. I have great clients, we've been blessed that way. Um, National Tobacco. We do a lot of business with. We do a lot of smaller brands in uh, in regional markets like Texas and stuff like that. And um, we work with a lot of people. We're master manufacturers. I'm, this is my first real, besides way back in India getting back into the distribution, because we usually make for you and you sell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I said this is the price. You send me the boxes and blah blah blah. And we'll knock it out for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
2: I hold it and I give a hundred percent guarantee of quality and da da, da da and that stuff. And and we've been on the I mean. Myself and Danny and the rest of our partners have been undercover for all these years, and people always laugh. They say they're the biggest guys in the industry nobody knows about, but it's a different kind of industry, you know. Yeah, it's not for me to go out there and talk about it. It's, yeah. I'm doing it for you, you know. So you're sure. the guy,
1: you know. Sure. Okay, it's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigar that was built by social media. Recluse Cigars, it's comprised of absolute the finest of everything. Rolled in the Cuban tradition where each cigar goes through the club med of cigars, including eight fermentation cycles. Recluse cigars. Find out what all the talk is about. So here it is. The finest tweets we found this week in social media. These are the finest tweets in social media. <laughs> the time best ma- part
4: is to see who he follows yeah. on Twitter.
1: Time machine yeah. jokes aren't funny. My grandson dies in a time machine crash. That goes with the DeLorean, uh, yeah. there. Right. Ice cubes are so hard they can float in their own blood. Nice. nice. Who are these from, do you know? People. Just stuff on uh, Just on your Twitter feed. Yeah. Uh, this is from Jessica. Karen on Facebook changed her relationship status to it's complicated. Hey Karen. String theory is complicated. You're just a whore. Whoa. 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 Hey, what? <laughs> it's not very
3: debonair of you. I don't
1: know what that is. Does it disturb anyone else that the Los Angeles Angels baseball team translate in English to the, the, angels, angels? Yes, that
4: bothers that right? me. Wow. Los Angeles Angels. Yeah. Is
1: the, the, angels, angels. Angels, yeah. And the number one best tweet I found this This week is just ate three tennis balls by mistake. F you, Pringles. (laughs) The final social media post brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. The Recluse Cigar is completely and absolutely... Uses the finest of everything rolled in Cuban tradition where each cigar goes through what they call the Club Med of Cigars, including eight fermentation cycles. Recluse Cigars. Find out what all the talk is all about, and we'll have the folks from Recluse Cigars on the Cigar Authority next week. We'll bring them on. We'll see what it's all about. There's a new cigar hitting the shelves now. Look for it. Recluse is that uh, the most deadliest spider out there. Yeah, Yeah, the Recluse. They have have a cigar called the Canoe, and we'll have... uh, uh, an event we're doing next week where we're actually giving away a canoe. That's the one hanging oh, cool. over there, hanging on the on the ceiling. Oh, right. Yeah, so that's, that's what that's <laughs> Interesting. all about. Yeah. All right, it's time to go to break. When we come back, um, we'll get uh, debonair. We'll keep that going. Uh, we have news from the asylum and uh, lots more. So stick around, everybody. We still have another segment to go. We are live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
0: Andy Green from Ashton Distributors, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
3: Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are Oh yeah, so smooth And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up But oh yeah, they're delicious too When asked what my favorite cigar is I always say, it's Lagiana Havana Oh
4: yeah draw in price, maybe this time you should try an Ortzak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro was now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like, only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. Losers Anonymous Hotline, how can I help you?
3: Hi, this is Jonathan.
4: Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please, don't give out your full name. It's anonymous. What seems to be the problem?
3: I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk and I can't even smoke it.
4: That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something different?
3: It's the pictures. They look so good, but the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh?
4: I guess so, Jonathan, but just stop the
3: insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal. It's no
4: deal if the cigars are bad, is it? You're right, but... But nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid, but I have an option for you. It's Cartel.
3: Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid. But I'm a law-abiding, cigar-smoking citizen. I'm not getting into anything that's illegal.
4: No, Cartel isn't Cuban or anything illegal in any way. Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those close-out brands, but it's no closeout. It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia. And it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke Cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Columbia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan. Smoke Cartel. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutia of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty.
3: The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting, Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It
4: once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer
1: Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends.
4: We're here asking people from all around the world what they think about equilibrium cigars. Let's hear from cigar smokers on the golf course in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, what they think of the new equilibrium cigars. Mm-hmm. Mm. How about outside this biker bar in Sturgeon, South Dakota, what they think of the new, well-balanced, Equilibrium cigars? Mm. 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 Next, let's see what race car drivers in Indianapolis, Indiana, think of the new, well-balanced and medium body taste of Equilibrium brand cigars. Mm. Mm. Now, how about this mime troupe from New York City, New York? How about what a famous cigar-smoking movie star thinks of the new medium-bodied, tasty and well-balanced equilibrium cigars? Smoke it once and you'll be back. Mm. How about this monster over here? What does he think of the new medium body, tasty and well-balanced equilibrium cigars?
5: Mm. <laughs> They're
4: incredible. Equilibrium cigars, a new, well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that everyone can enjoy.
1: This is Joe Cusano from CNC Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailer Radio Network. And we're back. Two guys, smoke shop in Salem, New Hampshire. It's Debonair Day. We're all dressed up. I'm going to actually in a tuxedo, and all the guys are dressed in suits and ties, and it's time to be a gentleman. We're just stepping it up in North. We have Phil Zang from Debonair, rum and cigars with us, and uh, thank you so much for joining thank with us. Thank you very uh, much. Thank and you. We smoked one cigar. In two hours. And I still got plenty to go. I still have plenty myself. Uh, So this is a cigar that lasts at least two hours. Not even at the band. And you you look at an expensive cigar like this, $20, you say, $20 for a cigar. Two hours of total enjoyment for $20. Don't you deserve that? You absolutely do. And 20-something years in the making. Right. True. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm going to take the band off. It's a gigantic band. (coughs) But inside the band is actually a date. And it says... uh, AGO August August yeah Augusto yeah fifteenth, uh, uh, two thousand twelve. This is when you we packed it. That's when you packed it. Not necessarily Not when the it was age. made. No. It's okay. Been, yeah. So this is because this is from the first uh, production ever. So you grab these that are out there, the Solomon's, because the next ones aren't going to say this inside of it. You're going to know
2: what's the guy you got
1: when you take. I'm going to
2: try to make it collectible. Yeah. You know, but people say, "Well, I got this one. Look, I got the original. You know, how do you know it's the original? Look." You know?
1: Yeah. Look,
2: look at this band. I mean, it is beautiful. What's the deal with the guy on the horse with the rum barrels? Okay, that was just the debonair man. That okay. is the debonair man. And of course it's across okay, so he's basically a gentleman farmer, kind of an alchemist, kind of a, you know, wealthy guy. And it could be anywhere. It could be the South, it could be you know, anywhere the regions, Florida, it could be in the islands where they have the plantations for the for the, the sugar, sugar cane, cane yeah. Right. So but in turn it's very well cigars and rum go together. Sure. It's the same regions, the same areas, the same cultures. So, the, so the, if you see the box, they can't see it on the thing, but if you see the box, it's him riding up from the plantation with the rums in the back. Yeah. So then he goes to the next one, the next version is going to be him at the docks delivering it, getting money. Then he goes from there, then he goes and buys the uh, tobacco. Then you see him go back to his plantation, and the back of it is a wick, and they're rolling. Then you see him in his office and he's looking in the side of a box, and he's figured it out the alchemy, and that's come to come. I have a whole thing for the next 20, 20 productions. Each production is going to have a distinct. Motif. Okay. So you know it's that one for production one, production two, production three. Does this guy have a name? Is Mr. Debonair. Mr. Debonair. Nice. Yeah.
3: Would you consider calling him Ruffington? Could that be his first name? Ruffington Debonair? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Ruffington the III. No. Armadaeus. So that's a Alo- definite
2: no. <laughs> Aloysius the Hell yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> name, name the Debonair guy. He needs mm-hmm. the first name. Mm-hmm. Huh? A little contest going on. We could do that. There we go. So, mm-hmm. I'll throw these all, I'll
2: throw lots of stupid ideas as the day if goes by. If I was in, I would, an I, I could use my name, but yeah, 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 I just, I think it's just he defines, because it's not me, it's like him, and the brand is what it is, and it's a, we're trying to make a luxury brand, well, eventually I'm going to make luggage, I'm going to make parfum, or the toilet, and then we're going to do, um, you know, you know watches. I hope one day and suits definitely. That's the yeah. that's the next. No big kidding, thing. you'll make your own suits. Absolutely, debonair suits. It's going to be in, nice. in really high end stuff, bespoke suits where you can get um, them ordered. Like, well, I'm working with some people right now where you can um, they, they'll send a guy to measure you or uh, there's a way to do it. You got, you you know, s- sizes for this with, thing? anything you want, buddy. For this thing, the yeah. Debonair comes in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> this is round. That's it's port- a shape. Portly. <laughs> a portly. That's the it? nice term yeah. right, in English. You're a lovely portly gentleman. W- when
1: I was uh, a kid, they would take me to the portly section. Or- the husky. Husky, yeah.
2: Oh, he's husky. Come over here. And I-, I got a choice of like two two choices. That's it. Gray th- and a th- green. A comedian yesterday <laughs> on the radio was saying that. I Man, I was just cursed. and sears people like against me. Yeah. My, fa- my father wasn't nice. He'd go in there, hey, where's the fat kid husky <laughs> section? <laughs> Come on, pop. I want the fat kid jeans. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. You
1: can <laughs> call me what it is. Uh, but should do well. Coming up in uh, just a week is the CANH Golf Tournament, the Cigar Association in New Hampshire Golf Tournament. Chuck, I've got to talk to you about that. Right. It's actually on a Friday. They want us broadcasting from there for the Saturday show. I said yes without talking to you. I hope it ends up working out. But uh, unfortunately, it's already sold out. Um, this is a uh, thing that we're doing. This is the second year. This is the Cigar Association of New Hampshire. We do it. We raise money so that we can pay lobbyists and things to keep taxes down and control over premium cigars in New Hampshire. Uh, we're one of the lucky states. I say lucky, but yeah. it's a lot of hard work, money, and energy that gets put into it to keep it that way. Um, you you got the other side pushing non-stop to uh, eliminate tobacco. This is a whole different product. This is a whole different culture. Uh, We need to tell them that and get the word out. So we'll be looking forward to that and to actually do the show like we did last year. Yeah, so Uh, that's
4: Friday.
5: It's Friday, Friday.
1: um, June 7th. June 7th. So uh, let's see if that works out for you. It works perfect. Perfect, good. I'm in.
4: All right, good.
3: The answer is always yes.
1: Always yes. We also have coming up on June 15th, this is uh, the day before Father's Day, our second annual Father and Son Cigar Dinner. This is uh, something we tried last year that was spectacular. Uh, We brought in Nick and Nicholas Perdomo in, father and son. Uh, Nicholas had turned 18, and we had a nice cigar dinner um, on the deck of Salvatore's Restaurant in Lawrence. It was fabulous. This year we're bringing in... um, Bobby and Dawson Newman. This is uh, from J.C. Newman Fuente. And Dawson has just turned 18. This will be his first event he's ever done. We'll have him on the show. We'll have a great time with him. And, again, if you want to have tickets to the dinner that night, which is Saturday, June 15th, tickets are $99 for two, for a father and son. $99. If if, uh, you don't have a son, you want to come anyway, um, you want to uh, buy a ticket uh, by all means we don 't want to eliminate anybody for, for coming uh, it 's fifty nine dollars uh, for a single. But uh, what we're looking for, and that was the majority, the vast majority last year, uh, was fathers and sons. It was fabulous. It was a great time. Uh, I talk about my father passed away 15 years ago. He used to come up to see me every Sunday, have a cigar with me. I'd cut my arm off today to have one more cigar with him. You have the opportunity to do that with your son. Uh, take the opportunity. Uh, it thing. is yeah. priceless, priceless. Um, so what do we have? Uh, it's time right, right now to... Uh, Take a peek into the insane asylum brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Are you ready, Mr. Jonathan? They're coming to take me away. Haha. They're coming to what take this is from? me away.
4: Ho ho hee hee. Tell me. The Napoleon Bonaparte
0: is coming to take me away. I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their
4: clean white coats <laughs> and they're
1: coming to take me away. Ha-ha! This is a 60s song.
3: Dr. Demento. Yeah. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right, that's Asylum. That's right. And what is that noise coming from the trunk? Steven. A drug addict and career criminal, an opportunistic thief was strolling through an English neighborhood when his fingers got to twitching. Sitting nearby was a car with its doors open and radio blaring, just asking, no, begging to be stolen. Stephen, not being one to turn down a free quickie of opportunity, hopped straight into the car and drove away. Little did he know he had just stolen the T-1000's car. The car actually belonged to one Mr. Kenneth Lovegrove who was fixing a friend's fence when his musical accompaniment unexpectedly did a slow fade out. Upon looking up and seeing his car rolling away, Lovegrove melded through the fence and sprinted on after it. After only a few strides, Lovegrove leaped into the air and clung onto his vehicle's bumper where he was dragged for over 200 agonizing yards. Wow. If you're wondering what he was thinking... Well, he was thinking his trunk was open, and when his car hit a speed bump, Lovegrove used the momentum of the bump to somersault himself into the trunk. After flipping in, Lovegrove burst through the back seat and proceeded to nice. grab the thief of the in a headlock and drag him out of the car, all while traveling at highway speeds. Nice. However, once outside the car, the thief managed to anticlimactically punch him in the face and escape. Uh. How could a hopelessly drug-addicted criminal break free of the kung fu death grip, I know you're asking, who only seconds earlier had clung to the bumper of a moving car like Marty McFly, minus the skateboard? Plus, in excruciating pain after being dragged, well, it had something to do, I'm sure, with the fact that Keith Lovegrove was a 54-year-old former soldier, and at the time officially registered as disabled. Hmm. Wow. That's insane. And just imagine what the guy was like in his prime. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80 that's insane.
1: That's asylum. <laughs> they're, they're, in <laughs> they're coming to take me away. They're coming to take me away. That's what they're doing. They make them bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, it's got the perfect name for it, Asylum. It uh, yeah. belongs in Asylum. But believe it or not, those kind of cigars are selling like yeah, crazy. Absolutely.
4: Phil, when are you going to come out with the 100? I'm
5: good. I'm
1: good with that. I actually called. I don't
2: have that much material to be messing with. Really?
5: Really.
1: I called it out on 80. That's it. I'm not allowing 81. That's it. The line has been drawn in the sand. 80 is it. And Asylum's got it. The thing sells. It's unbelievable. So uh, that is Asylum Cigars. Um, Another thing we got coming up, uh, Chuck, I want to mention is uh, we're going to the Davidoff launch party. Uh, In New York, they're launching the new Davidoff Nicaraguan cigar. I love how you wait
3: to ask him until he's live on the air. I mean, talk about serious pressure right now. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Chuck, I dare you to say no. Say no.
1: The answer is always yes. (laughs) Always yes. What's the date, buddy? I don't know. (laughs) I don't have that right here. July, you said? June. June. It is in June, so we'll go over it after the show. I have my calendar here somewhere. but um, At least then the pressure will be a little bit off. Right, right. The, uh, we, we have a, a backup plan for that anyway because there's going to be so many people uh, that we, we're more than welcome to set up completely if we'd like, or we can bring a handheld uh, recorder and, and uh, capture some moments or do a regular show and have it as a segment. So. We'll see how it works for, uh, for your calendar and everything. This is the time of year. All the new stuff is preparing for the trade show. We're hearing uh, little stories of uh, some of the things that are coming out. Some people are starting to get jump starts on things. Um, this week we had the uh, El Centurion from uh, Don Papine, My Father's Cigars, come out. This is a cigar that came out in 2007. Right now we have a new blend, a new look, and a lower price ...than the original one. Um, four sizes are Robusto, Bellicoso, Toro, and Toro Grande, uh, ranging from 7 to $9. So that has hit our shelves already. We have it here, um, and you'll see it starting to pop up. Uh, this is not a limited release this time. It's an ongoing cigar that's going to be out there, so uh, look for that cigar out there... Uh, They they say it's going to be launched at the trade show. We have an advance of it right now, but this will will start popping up. Another one that's going to show at the show is that Davidoff uh, uh, limited release, um, not limited release, Davidoff Nicaraguan, uh, made in the Dominican Republic but using all Nicaraguan tobacco. I did smoke the cigar. I thought it was fantastic. Phenomenal. Uh, Very, very good. You got to smoke one, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And instead of the band being white, the band is black. It's like the opposite, and and that's the whole thing uh, of the event we're going to go to. Everything is going to be the opposite. So um, we'll see what that's Another new one uh,
3: that just came out, just hit the shelves, and uh, Phil, you smoked it, Mm -hmm. Uh, the Edgar Hoyle. Good. Uh, The guy that did One Shot, One Kill, still doing One Shot, One Kill. That's the limited release run, but he's got the full production. The Edgar Hoyle.
1: And that continue, that's not a That's limited not release. limited. Out there. I have not smoked that yet either. I saw it. it. It is how one shot, one kill when it came out, and it had that um, tissue paper. Tissue paper. Tissue paper, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and the tissue paper itself is almost like a spider web type yeah, of, yeah. Type of a thing that's on there. Great, great cigar. Full Full-body. body, though, huh, Phil? Yeah, full body. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, Lots I of flavor. Try well made, yeah. I gotta try it. Another one just ready to hit is the Davidoff Master Edition 2013, uh, called the Clubhouse Toro cigar. This is a uh, subtly themed um, packaging that it looks like a golf ball rolled across the sand. Yeah, that's the look that's going across the white. Uh, it's got the dip of marks. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a six and a quarter by fifty-two ring gauge and features a three-year-old wrapper on it. Um, and it's the um, Ecuadorian binder classified. It's a 702. If you remember the Davidoff 702 from way back, Uh, that's what they're using as a binder. It's expected to ship out uh, any day now, uh, high price tag, $21.90 price tag. I smoked it. It was good, but it's pricey. The thing about that cigar, if you think about
3: all of the flavor components that make Davidoff Davidoff, this is that to the next level. It is extra Davidoffy.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Is that a technical term? It is, it's exactly. Okay. okay, I've read that somewhere. Okay. <laughs> so, Chuck, Chuck has a, uh, a company called Making Mountains Move. Okay. And it, it looks into uh, people that have, have certainly made mountains move mm-hmm. as yourself. Pretty intriguing guy. Yeah, Phil, I want
4: to have you as an interview guest, if that's okay with you sometime. Absolutely. You've got an amazing story, man. I'm sure we could go hours, but... Oh, yeah, oh my,
1: my God. I've, I've listened yeah, this to a was lot the of quick,
3: This was the quick version. Yeah. Yeah. Like, listen, G-rated, you gotta, too. you got to go a, little, a yeah. little light on it, but...
1: Uh, he could get deep. I with just these. thank you guys for letting me come. Oh, oh, oh love having Fascinating you. stories. This is the beauty of this industry. A, a lot of guys came up very, very hard and, yeah. made, and made it. You know, it's uh, and then we had lots of people with lots of money throw money into it and then go nowhere. nowhere.
3: Yeah, if you want to make a million dollars in the cigar industry, you start with two.
1: Right, <laughs> you lose a million. First. Right. that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's not like money gets thrown into it, it's passion, it's relationships, it is a different business, and people don't believe it, they come in from other countries, and they come in here, and they say, no, I know about business, you may know everything about business, but the cigar business is truly something
2: unique. Authenticity helps. Yeah, right, right, there's a lot of bullcrap in this industry. Yeah, I'm just, just trying to be debonair about it, I mean, it's authenticity, I try to make something authentic, Right. and I've got a, I'm blessed, I have a great wife, I want to thank her and my kids, and and Danny St. Clair, which is my best friend in the world. And I've got good people around me. If you surround yourself with good people, mm, you're going to do good. I mean, if you've got people trying to you know, ride coattails and do things like that, you know. And then some, you know, you just have to pick your your avenue and your venue. <laughs> sure. You know? And you stay true to yourself the entire yeah, time. I, I, that's why. I which mean, I, I can't thank you enough for
3: being a supporter of the show and helping us with this segment. Yeah. Uh, as David alluded to earlier… I am in desperate need of being able to set my game up in the gentleman's sense. Yes, sir. You don't have to be so quick to agree. Yeah. But.
2: <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm not I'm agreeing. I'm just agreeing. Yeah. Okay.
3: But I, no, I, I really appreciate the fact that you did step up and you, and you helped formulate the segment. You and I went back and forth on Facebook and continue yeah. to have conversations Absolutely. on Facebook of ideas and concepts. And it really helps me look at, things in a new light. When I when I am walking up to the door and I'm four steps ahead of somebody, mm-hmm. it makes me think I should hold the door open for this guy. And for no other reason, my grandfather says every single day you try to make at least one person smile. And even the hardest dude, you open the door for him and you say, here you go. Yeah. And it just for a second the world stops for him and he's like, someone just did something for me and yeah, I don't yeah. owe them anything. And you see the smile go across the face and that is what my grandfather was talking about and does talk about. He's still alive, thank God. It's, it's a random, random
2: act of kindness. That's there it. we go. There you we You know, go. do the next right thing, whatever that it. is. And you
3: hope that guy you know? pays it forward. And even if he doesn't, so what? Mm-hmm. You, did your, you did your duty.
2: No, I'm, I try, I'm not the best <laughs> guy in the world. I mean, I've been, I've been I've, you know, rough edges or whatever, but I mean, I truly try to be better. Try it. to be better. That's, that's, the, that's you know. the name of the game. You know?
4: And you let me know if I'm, you know, hacking this or. Be doing a better job. Okay,
2: I can
3: no, handle guys, criticism. Yeah, right.
2: I, I know you do listen. this. I
1: wouldn't you, do this. You exercise and listen to our show. That's
3: just exercise. Yeah. He I exercises while before. smoking cigars yeah. and <laughs> yeah. listening yeah. to the show. I, I, That's his
2: regimen. That, it's kind of crazy. Sometimes I'm home and I, I take my sons on Saturdays, like the f- Father and Sunday. I do that because I'm gone a lot. And, and so I get home in the afternoon and we do in the morning. So sometimes I'm at home and we didn't get to work out. We do some other stuff. So I'm upstairs and I put the computer on and I listen to you guys. And. It's happened a couple of, I'm smoking a cigar, and then I just don't know why. I just start working out, doing push ups and stuff. And then my wife walks upstairs and looks at me and says, What's, what's yeah, going on? Doing. What is this? I said, Listen, listen, they're saying it's the debonair hour. It's the debonair time. Nice. I said, But you're smoking and you're working out. I said, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's a new regiment thing. Because gonna... they're smoking. We're going to smoke. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what it is. It's like that. It compels you to smoke. along with us. Yeah,
6: I we love demand it. it. I love we, it.
1: we only got a couple minutes left, but uh, as we're smoking a cigar, and I smoked the, the, the shorter one before and the torpedo before, and Kind of too full-bodied for me. You
2: said you gotta smoke this yeah. one. They're the same blends, right? What Absolutely. Is, what is fair. the makeup of this cigar? Okay, well, the wrappers, uh, to make it quick, it's a Nicaraguan wrapper from Nesplasencia. I grow the binder. It's a San Vicente. It's a seed strain from, uh, originally from Cuba. Made in the Dominican. Made it all grown in the Dominican Republic, except, okay, I, I, the three, three leaves are grown in the Dominican. My binder's Dominican, my lijeros Dominican, and my, and my Seco's uh, Dominican. And the Visos from Nicaragua, and the wrapper's from Nicaragua. Hmm. And I, tr- I truly believe in a true blended cigar. I truly blend it. It's all three parts of the plant.
5: Well, you know, okay, or even f-
2: five parts of the plant, you know, so full-bodied. Being, you know, you'd, you'd say there's lots
1: of hero in it, but yeah, isn't it? No, it's, 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 they're it's all
2: evenly balanced. And I try to give it. It's a it's a very f- full-bodied, smooth cigar mm-hmm. where it's full flavor, abundant yeah. abundance of flavor. I don't the, the 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 classifications. I did the super fuerte thing. I did all that stuff, but I tried to blend a cigar, which you're not going to make everyone happy, but all across the board of, of flavor profiles, you could smoke a debonair, and you might. It's just a little, it's a little, maybe it's a little too full body for you, but you like it, and maybe it's not, but I don't think it's ever going to be too light for you. Okay, you so if, if we're going to look for the fullest body, we go to the Robusto. The Robusto, yeah, you'll get it. Good.
3: So then the uh, Bellicoso. Bellicoso, Bellicoso and a then. A little the, lighter, and then the right. lightest of the. And then I'm coming the out three. with
2: a regional for the Northeast, which will be a Petit Lancero, so people can get the flavor in their mouth and go up. And then I'm coming out with a Toro, which is the number one thing out there. So it's. Yo, yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. So the. Uh, the Petite Lancero will be basically something to taste and see. It, that's what it's for. It's not really for a money making thing. I'm not really gonna. I'm putting it at a good price point so people can actually get into the debonair Ideal and start trying to smoke it. And then if they like it, I think they will. They'll go. They'll be able. They'll be less gun shy to go up into the higher size. Sure. Yeah.
1: yeah I, and I know the the people that are listening now saying, geez, twenty dollars for a cigar or something." Uh eh. that's so, the big monster. Re- limited yeah, reserve. Th- this is the one though. I, I've smoked yeah. all three now. I'm, and now I'm glad. <laughs> this is the one. This is the one. It's I can really smoke good. it, and it'll keep me busy for an entire two hours. I probably got another 20 minutes to go on this, and Easy. I certainly will take it. So uh, thank you so much thank for you. joining us. Thank you thank for you advertising guys. with us, being Absolutely. part of it, and we're stepping it up for you. And, and this is the Debonair way. Uh, Phil's going to be here for a while. If you want to come down and see him, we're a Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Exit 1 off Route 93. You come up, you try three cigars, you can get Debonair because we have... Uh, 50% off of uh, Men's Warehouse. So thanks, everybody, uh, for joining us next week. Scott Weeks and J.R. Dominguez uh, will join us from Recluse Cigars. And uh, for Sean in the studio, Chuck Morrison, Mr. Jonathan, I'm David Garofalo, and uh, Phil Zangi by my side. Thank you for listening this week to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And above all else, when you're getting debonair with your cigars, be sure to keep the
3: lid end. Out of your mouth for crying out loud.
1: Bye, everybody.
4: Hi, Chuck Morrison here for Desperado Cigars. You know, the economy is down. You hear it all the time. But what can you do about it? Well, not much if you ask me. But you can save a little scratch on your cigars if you're that desperate. Now, I'm no desperate man, but I can still enjoy a Desperado Cigar. In this economy, you can still find a cigar that you can cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. Desperado Cigars are imported from the fine Dominican Republic and priced for just about a dollar a smoke. Shoot, you can't beat that with a stick. They'll keep the bugs away and your old lady, too. Desperado Cigars. They taste fine and smoke well. Desperado Cigars. Lowest-priced national brand in the land. I'm Chuck Morrison for Desperado Cigars. Don't forget to turn off the lights. Try to save some money around here. You hear?
6: You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a choices, it's Stogie Heaven.